The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! time i used a chair i remember uh cm punk was like you have to choke it up like this and like because they were like oh yeah you're gonna use a chair i was i'm gonna use a chair i've never used a chair in my life how do i use a chair and no one gave me instructions other than him to show me how to use a chair and i had to perform this on live tv and well cm punk's the goat that's why yeah yeah so wait so so you you used the chair for the first time ever ever on tv on tv Oh, hi, Phil. You straight edge, crackhead. You saw that glass spot we did with Hook? Man, it was sick as leave fuck. Leave me alone, Jack. I'm getting ready for my match. Nah, I won't leave you alone. Last time you spoke to me like you were my teacher or some shit. Who the fuck you think you are, huh? Bro, I don't give a damn that you are a veteran of this business. My dad was Luke fucking Perry, and I'm the one who's clapping Anna Jay's fat ass while you and you criminal rednecks friends are playing musical chairs with your dicks every Saturday. So you know what? Maybe next time you can teach me how to not shit myself during my matches, or better, how to not lose a fight against a man who was high as fuck. Yeah, yeah, sure, Jackie boy. Anyway, let me crack a joke. What's dead? I don't know. Your dad? Ah, ha, 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 ha. Son of a bitch, I'm going to fuck you up. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four.
soft alliance here tonight. What on earth? Never saw that coming in a million years, Cole. Let's make this match official. The WWE fans here at the Scope love it. It's been a great match between McIntyre and Woods. Both running on the fumes of anger. What a war it has been and continues to be. McIntyre misses wildly. Exterminatus as she takes out Chelsea Green. I'll explain that move in a moment because I spoke to her about it earlier today. And now Baszler going right after Piper Niven. And Baszler and Niven exchanging blows. Green trying to get a cheap shot in from behind. Niven has been a powerhouse as they come. I don't know if Baszler has any answers to this onslaught, but she might not need one. And Zoe Star comes in and a kick to the face drops Piper Niven. And again, this alliance that seemed to uh, be fostered last week continues now with Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler. This is a permanent alliance. And Miz with a skull-crushing finale, and that'll do it. Well, maybe not. It appears Miz wants to set an example with Mr. Tozawa and another skull-crushing finale. The referee could throw this out now, it's always done. Scaling LA Knight's catchphrase. A third skull-crushing finale, cover on Tozawa, and the win for the miss.
Rousseau with a super kick to Kevin Owens. Finn Balor, top rope, coup de grace. Cover by Balor. And the Judgment Day secures the win. Here are your winners, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, the Judgment Day! Ankle lock now to Vinci! Back on that damaged ankle of Giovanni Vinci! Doctor trying to get into the ring now to put an end to this. Tommaso Ciampa, Ciampa though, Ciampa with a Sicilian stretch locked in! He's making Gunther watch Vinci suffer in the ankle lock. He's going to make Gunther watch Vinci tap out. while Champa, with a Sicilian stretch locked in, made Gunther watch it all. A bomb out of the apron, but Raquel's got to get the champ into the ring. All of the impact on the lower back of the champion. What the hell? Who the hell? Oh my goodness! has just changed the complexion oh. of this match. Nia Jax taking out Raquel Rodriguez. Riptide by Rhea Ripley. Stacks up Raquel. Here is your winner. And still the Women's World Champion, Rhea I cannot believe what we just witnessed. Well, that was an epic battle for the ages, but the victory ended up as a layoff for Rhea Ripley. Thanks to Nia Jax. Jax isn't done yet. First she went after Rodriguez, and now a headbutt to the champion, Ripley. And Jax is laughing about it. Jax is wrecking everything in sight. The former women's champion, Nia Jax drop to Rhea Ripley.
Homeboy Shivani, and now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Chris Duperan. Monday night, Machismo. I am your host, Jimmy T, and my co-host, he's my partner in crime. He is Chris Ams, and that is AMBS, like with no L, like Lambs with no L, right, Chris? I mean, I can't give it justice, but you can. All right, I'll do it justice. My name is Christopher Ams. That's AMBS, like Lambs with no L, or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry, everybody, if you ever forget how to spell my last name, I'll just fucking remind you at the beginning of every show. <laughs> as you do every time absolutely i don't think there has been a time where you haven't actually done that that little shtick of yours chris <laughs> i don't it maybe once but, or twice in the entire time that i've been podcasting maybe but yeah, i don't know but what a 24 hours it's been in the world of professional wrestling chris what the fuck is going on bro I don't know, bro, but it's almost like it's a good thing that we uh, that we waited this long to review Monday Night Raw because we got a shit ton of fucking right. news to talk about. <laughs> Woo! There is a shit ton of news, as a matter of fact. And let's start with the with the cat in the bag, shall I say? I mean, Jade Cargill supposedly signed with WWE. I mean, what the hell is going on? That is bizarre. And Nia's snacks, right? I mean, what the hell, bro? Uh, good. That's awesome. She belongs in the WWE anyway. She's more of a sports entertainer than a, you know, a, a, a an indie wrestler or whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to say is what what people want in AEW. She's way more at she's going to be way more at home in a place like the WWE, allowing her to grow as an entertainer because that's what she is. She's not a great wrestler. She's a great entertainer, and that's the right place for her to be. So it's going to be. I mean. If the WWE doesn't fuck it up, it's going to be really big for both the WWE and Jade Cargill. They belong together. 100% agree with you, and I'm glad you brought something in particular up. We all know she's not a great in-ring worker, but fuck it. I think she's good enough on the mic. She's got a presence. She looks like a friggin' superhero. She's got the look WWE would absolutely kill for. And dude... There's a lot of people out there on the IWC, YWC, that think she should be on NXT first. I say, hell no. You don't fucking put her on NXT, dude. You just don't. Not in this current version. It just makes it, it doesn't, I don't know, man. It just doesn't work for me. I think she's good enough to be on television, personally. And and people want to point out how her in-ring work needs touching up. Dude. She can do that when she's not resting. I would be using her as an attraction if I was WWE and not overexposed to having her on television week in, week out. Yeah, you can do both. The nice thing about the WWE, especially right now, is that the way that the schedules work, you can have her get reps, right? Um, you can tell her, listen, you know, uh, at least once a week, we need you to go down to uh, to Florida. We need, we'll fly you down there and everything. We'll pay for your travel and all that. Uh, we need you to fly down to Florida once a week, and we need you to do sessions at the PWC or the. Well, <laughs> the yeah, at the PWC. Yeah, you can sure. exactly come on the PWC. <laughs> that's what that's what the WWE should be telling everybody that they need to do. But at the PC, 
right? You need to go down and do and do your sessions at the PC so that you can get trained up on how to do things in the ring better and safer, etc. Um, but yeah, no, like she belongs on Raw or on SmackDown. And the the reason why I have this as my name, right, Jade over Naya, is people keep going. Well, she's not very good in the ring. She's about ten times better than Nia Jax, and Nia Jax is on the fucking main roster. So, Thank if you. you if if you need to send someone to NXT, send Nia. Send Nia Jax to NXT. Just, keep, I mean, keep, Jade please, Cargill please. belongs. Jade Cargill belongs on the main roster. Just, just, I mean, even if she's just there to be Diesel right now, I mean, she doesn't even have to have matches. Just have her be the the heavy for the Street Profits or whatever, right? And. Uh, you got money right there for Jake. Fucking hell, I don't even need to talk. Keep preaching, bro. Because I can't believe I've been going on Twitter argue, arguments, bro. Like, I mean, arguments on why she should be on the main roster and not in NXT first and foremost. First of all, she's been on television for the last three years, has she not? Yeah, I mean, listen, if it was... If she was any less charismatic any less right. incredible looking if she was if she was just like a, a raw talent and you saw something in her and you knew you could maybe you know get some value out of her i would say okay go ahead send her to nxt that girl is a superstar just waiting for a fucking spark that she's she's just waiting for somebody to light a fire under her she will fucking blow the lid off of places she's that good she's that charismatic she's that entertaining um and even if she's just showing up to like you know the old stone cold steve austin saying even if she's just there to show up raise hell and leave i mean she's gonna be great doing that she doesn't need she doesn't the other thing too is that unlike in aew she doesn't have to have eight minute matches right now she doesn't have to have 14 minute matches you can, you can have her do squash matches over and over and over. And you can have her put and you can put her through the paces on live events and you can send her down to the performance center on her days off and stuff like that. You can make it work where you're training her to do this properly while also getting the most out of her. But sending sending her to NXT, I don't know, man. I just feel like you're gonna waste you're gonna waste the wow factor that you could get out of her. I agree 100%. And he's um, really in the chest. Says, hey, fellas, love all you guys, what you do. Uh, I guess he loves what we do. And if you ever need to call you for a show, hit me up, man. Go PWC. Thank you. Let's fucking go, right? Come on, Chris. Liz says, hi, also. What's up, Liz? And have you buttered your sandwiches yet? <laughs> and also, uh, apparently, that we allegedly cut ties with the grizzled young veterans good riddance to be honest it's just Ooh. me the grizzled young veterans or in other words the dyad i don't i don't know either of those things <laughs> well i don't blame you but uh anyway they're, they're, they're english versus i don't really i don't know i don't really rate them but elias though and we'll get to that in a moment don't worry we, we've, we've got that like in the bag right now and uh pierce is in shock it seems what up pierce what's going on and uh yeah but medium five thinks she should be in nxt i'm telling you man why does she need to be in nxt and don't use the the excuse that she needs to improve her work rate in the ring because she can I don't do think that thing listen right. i don't think that's an excuse i think that i understand why people are saying she needs to go to nxt i i, I like 
Again, if she was any less charismatic, and if she looked any less like a living, breathing version of She-Hulk, then, okay, yeah, you send her to NXT, because you can get value out of her, but you want her to be more ready for TV. Right. But she, she's been training, like, pretty much full... She's been doing wrestling pretty much full-time for two or three years at this three point. Three years, bro, and she let's be real, she's improved slightly, but how much more can you get her to improve if she's already been doing it for three years? I mean, she's real. got a ways to go, but right. I just... I don't think that that's the right way to do it, because I think you waste the... You waste the wow factor. If she comes out in NXT, everybody's going to go, oh, wow, she's in NXT. But then she's going to get, people will get used to her so that when she does debut on the main roster, people will be like, oh, there's that girl from NXT. All right. Yeah, it just doesn't. First of all, this current version, if it was the black and gold, I would say 100% debut in NXT. The black and gold version where you had big fucking debuts and whatnot, right? Yeah. But she's no El Generico. She's no Kevin Owens. She didn't come from the indies. You know what I'm saying? She doesn't need that sort of shot. She can, she's good enough on the mic. She's better than quite a few of the chicks. She doesn't need really mic work. You know what I mean? She'll get better as she keeps going, right? She looks too... Imagine what major star has debuted in this current version of NXT. Anyone tell me. And I mean star. Not some indie darling. Anyone? Can you think of anyone? Because I can't. Nope. Uh, Braun Breaker, probably, and he wasn't even in the indies. He was just, we knew who the fuck he was because we know who his dad is. Right. Um, he came straight from college football, bro. Right. And uh, as far as, like, as far, like, again, like, I just, I, I don't think this, I don't think that's what you do with her. I mean, if they do, then I'm going to be watching NXT to see how they, to see yeah. how they fucking do. But I, I just feel like, I just feel like it's very, very... There's a very low likelihood that she goes to NXT. Very low. And the reports are saying that she won't be in NXT, as a matter of fact. And and I just don't see it. It doesn't make sense. Business-wise, it's not good for business. Plus, she'll just mow through the whole freaking NXT roster. What, what good is that? I agree. Uh, Chris Winland with a great comment here. He says, There are very few voices among the thousands in wrestling podcasts that are as genuine and straightforward as you guys and the Hameen Army. Yalla. Thanks. Uh, Thank thanks, you, Chris. Chris. man. That means the world to us, man. And, and look, we're not biased, man. We're telling it how it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go for it, Chris. Continue on. Sorry, man. Yeah, well, okay. And the other thing that I wanted to say is, like, you talked about El Generico and Kevin Steen coming over, right? But they were right. coming over from where? Ring of Honor, man. Right, which was nothing. I mean, if you could, if you're if you're trying to compare and tell me that Ring of Honor, that's the arguments I had. Compares by the way. I was to laughing. AEW now, there is yeah. no fucking chance. If you had if you had Kevin Steen and El Generico, who had been in AEW and been multiple time World Tag Team Champions, Kevin Steen being a former you know two or three time World Champion, El Generico being a former two or three time International and TNT Champion, and all that other stuff, and had had main events on pay per views against Kevin Steen, etc., 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 and then they signed those guys. There is no fucking way they would go to NXT. None whatsoever. To put it in perspective for you, who's a guy like who's probably the biggest star that they have in AEW right now who hasn't been through the WWE system? It's probably Maxwell Jacob Friedman. That right? has it. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Okay, if they signed MJF, do you think there is any fucking chance whatsoever that he goes to NXT? No fucking chance, and I'll tell you why. Also, 
and even Jade Cargill would have done this, I think, if during negotiations. She doesn't need wrestling, man. Yeah. She really doesn't. She could be off in, into Hollywood doing her own thing, man. Right? I would I I don't know how she is, but going by her personality, there's no way she would have been like, yeah, okay, I'll start off in NXT and then move to the roster. I just don't see that as part of the negotiations. I think she would literally vouch, no, I want to be on the main roster, right? Because really, why leave AEW if you're going to start off in this fucking white and gold version of NXT? Yeah, no, Which... I, I listen. I agree. I, I think that I think that people saying she should start in NXT in NXT, they're right in us to a certain degree, right? But not with true. a star of this value. There's way too much there. She, she. I mean, there there have been WWE champions who have been not great workers. There have been main roster stars who have been not great workers. She's got more, she's got so much extra on top of whatever all of those people that you can think of have, have had that I, I just don't think it's worth putting her in NXT. You, you're going to lose something if you put her there first. Big time, man. And look who's in the house. The Hammer. Charles Evans. That's the K-Fader. Absolutely. Salute to you, bro. What's up, What's crack lacking um, also, we got Retro Rocket Review. Uh, in other words, uh, Canada Spaceman. He was an extra. He's been an extra on numerous occasions. Okay, um, okay, okay. The point you you get my point, right? Is like right. It's like know, you know, it, it, uh, the Kevin Steen El Generico comparison doesn't work anymore because if if AEW existed when they were coming up they would have been former multiple time champions in AEW the way J Jade Cargill already had a major run in AEW I, I just don't see I don't see any way that they debut her on the on, on NXT even even if it might be better for her I, I don't think that it's better for the company and I don't think that's the choice they're going to make we'll see though I agree we'll uh, see. the comic king says I've heard they've only sold 6,000 tickets for Dynamite Grand Sam next week. No bueno. Forget this. <laughs> uh, we knew this was going to happen, Todd. Fuck. I mean, they're in shambles right now, this company. Uh, I'm telling you, shambles. He must be panicking like hell right now. And I'm talking about TK. But um, Chris brings up a great point. I was going to say this too. Dom Dom, Dominic Mysterio, bro, yeah. didn't go through fucking NXT, right? Logan and Paul. I don't think he needs to. Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Bad You're bunny. not going to do that. Bad Bunny. Yeah, you're just yeah. not going to do that with them. But, and not just that, Theory originally started on the fucking main roster. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But Drew McIntyre, who came from the, you know, originally started on the main roster, uh -huh. only to come back and then had, and they put him through fucking NXT again, which is an insult, really, to him. Let's be honest, right? Like, even he said it was an insult, for crying out loud. But again, he came in the black and gold version. That's a different sort of beast. You know what I mean? Right. So, this one right now is truly developmental and to be honest I think aside from the fact that dominic mysterio is the north american champion and uh oh, right, oh yeah uh becky lynch yeah uh, women's champion exactly exactly 100 percent, man so like i don't get it and media says she doesn't need wrestling then why be in world wrestling entertainment to do hustler shoots i never said she doesn't need wrestling she she but, needs uh, oh she, she doesn't need be wrestling, better right she she needs to be better at wrestling. She she absolutely she does. Needs to be absolutely. a better worker. Media M five, but but she she could be one of those you know people that just. I mean, let's look at past workers. Was the Ultimate Warrior a fucking good worker in the ring? No, he sucked. Let's be real. But he was still one of the greatest 
of all time. Period. Right? Because he had everything else down pat, dude. Yeah. Even I mean, if his you, promos, you didn't understand. But you get my drift. You can go through the main events of, of WrestleMania from, from one till now, and you can find, I would say, probably at least six people who are worse workers in the ring than Jade Cargill. Also, what about this? I mean, did Goldberg go through real developmental? He couldn't do shit, but he's still one of the biggest stars, but one of the worst workers in the ring, but still the, one of the biggest stars in wrestling history. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. I, I I say we'll we'll argue. We can argue more about Jade Cargill once we know what they're actually doing with her. I think they're going to debut her on the main roster, and I think that's the right way to do it. They just need to also mix in, you know, very consistent either trips to the PC or she needs to be working house shows so that she can get the reps in and get better while she's off TV. What up, Prof? Yes, Goldberg did do the power plant, but what did it do for him? Nothing. Let's be real. All they did at the power plant is teach him how to wrestle. He came straight from football, so he needed to learn the you know the fundamentals, if you want to call it that, on how to do the basics, if you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah. And yes, Retro, it is Thursday, but this show says Monday. I guess time bends in a weird way from Australia. Guess what? Do you want me to blow your mind, Retro? It's Friday <laughs> over here. So, and dude, were you drunk yesterday, dude? I saw the comments on one of the, on our video yesterday and the shit you were saying. I'm thinking, dude, is this guy drunk or what? <laughs> I'm talking about he was commenting like after the fact, like after the show was finished. You know what I mean? Uh, what a character. Anyway, we still love you though, Retro. God damn it. Well, he's, um, he's yeah, he's, well, yeah, he's, maybe. And Javi says, what up, Javi? Where's my bear cat at? Come on. Everyone's got to do the row. But uh, he goes, uh, I am Wrestle Talked about. You, do you listen to Wrestle Talk, bro, really? Ugh. Anyway, I hope you don't. But he goes, I don't know about y'all. Um, well, fuck, we do this shit every day. So <laughs> to say we're Wrestle Talks, yeah, pretty much we always are. But there's always some sort of big news breaking every time. Um, but still. <laughs> Speaking of which, there's more. Let's move on more. from Jade. Well, apparently, it seems that uh, Elias has been released. Well, not released. They let his contract expire, Chris. And apparently, he's gone on a on a sort of uh, pilgrimage to Israel because he's found God. I know he, his previous album, actually, if you listen to his theme, his WB theme, it's very Christian-based, if you pay attention to the vocals. But, um, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened there. I feel like he's a talent... That really got wasted here, man. I think that they missed something with him. I'm not really sure how talented he is, to be honest with you. He's 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 actually a pretty good comparison with Jade. He's he's got a lot of charisma. He's got a good right. look, um, but he was never able to do much in the ring that was worth looking at. Um, yeah, and as far as him leaving and and going to find God and everything, hey. Good on you, brother. You do whatever you, you know. You, you do whatever it is that's going to make you happy and make you feel fulfilled. Um, I just I wonder what's going to happen with Ezekiel now. Are they going to release him, or are they going to keep him around for singles push? Or? Well, I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing uh, he might uh, he might go to AEW Ezekiel, or he's going to stay with WWE. But I don't know, man. Who knows? It's a shame with with Elias though. I thought he. I've always liked Elias, man. Even from NXT. But, unfortunately, WWE don't look at him that way. I mean, there could be something more to that, though. Possibly, like, he's got heat. I'm not sure, though, Chris. But, 
I don't know how they just would let that happen. Now, I can't confirm that, but there's a lot of reports that that really went down. So we'll see what happens there. Vince McMahon um, was like, but what you found who? I pinned that motherfucker. Uh, okay, got to say this. The PWI 500, dude. But more specifically, the top 10, Chris. And I know you've got the hookup. So please right. tell everybody what the top 10 was. All right, we'll go through this slowly one at a time and we'll talk about everybody. How does that sound to you, Jimmy? Jimmy? One second, one sec. I'm having audio issues. What the fuck? What the fuck, Jimmy? <sighs> what the fuck? Yo, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? All right. Now I can hear you. I couldn't hear you. But anyway, sorry about that, guys. Say that again. I didn't hear a word you said. All right. We're going to go through the list of the top 10 from PWI's uh, most recent rankings. And uh, we're going to go through each one of them one by one. And we're going to talk about every single one of them. And we'll see what we think about the rankings. How does that sound to you, Jimmy? I'm pumped. All right. Number 10, Cody Rhodes. That's a bit harsh, don't you think? Maybe. He's had a pretty good year, let's be real. Uh, but maybe 10 is all right. I mean, for now, but yeah, continue. What, what's he done this year? I mean, he's, well, he's had a he's feud with Brock Lesnar. Well, he main evented WrestleMania. He won the Royal Rumble. I mean, shit, he's achieved quite three. a bit. Doesn't matter. Still, I'm just going by his accolades. I'm not going by, you know, number 30, number one. Doesn't really matter. The point is he still won it. But I wouldn't have him number one. I'll probably have him, realistically. He'd be above Vikingo, for fuck's sake. All right, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into yeah. that. All right, Fuck number nine. Good. Number nine. Uh, my countryman, Josh Alexander. Uh, uh, does he deserve to be there? I got to be honest with you. Come on, yeah, bro. I love Josh Alexander, right? He's a great worker. Lots of fun to watch. I'm not sure if he deserves to be in a top 10 right now out of everybody in professional wrestling and keep in mind the guy has been injured for six fucking months like right yeah something like that but he's back now breaking so. shit jimmy this fucking boom arm's doing my heading bro but anyway yeah um yeah uh, he was injured he was former impact world champion what did he achieve this year really i again man i and i, I like josh like a lot He's he's is he's a guy I think is a really really talented worker, but uh, he's been out for six fucking months or so, and he's not a star. He's <laughs> fine, but he's not a star. Yeah, sometimes I, f I feel like the you know the pro wrestling illustrator need to sort of explain themselves on the on their conditions of why they're in a the top ten. They should explain themselves more, if anything. They really do need to go into further detail about like how they're ranking these people. Because is it based off of the kayfabe accolades? Is it based off of their importance to the business? Is it based off of their wrestling matches? That kind of thing, you know? But get this, it gets better with what Liz says. She says, he did not deserve that since he was out for like months and months. And well, that's what we're talking about, yeah. He's got the personality of a wet noodle. I'll bet. <laughs> That's Canadian for you, Chris. <laughs> hey, fuck you. I'm Edge joking. and Christian right. are Canadian, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're, they're exceptions. They're exceptions. But fuck. <laughs> and Brett. Even though Brett, you could say he's got dry sort of, you know, charisma. 
It was good charisma though. But anyway. Owen. Oh, Owen. He's an exception. He's another exception, bro. Like, I mean, he was Trish. something else. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Trish. She's Greek, but you know. <laughs> I'm joking. Actually, the hearts are half Greek too, by the way. But that's another thing. Um, anyway, so that was number nine, right? Josh Alexander. Yep. All right. Number eight. Now we're cooking with fire. Orange Cassidy. All right, all right. I'm going to try to get my bias aside. I'm going to put it aside. He's been the workhorse of AEW this year. We've got to give him that, right? Is that fair? I mean, yeah, he's had a lot of matches for AEW. They've all sucked. They've all brought the fucking... Like, they've all brought the show down. In my opinion, I watch Orange Cassidy and I want to turn my fucking TV off. And apparently I'm not the only fucking person because, um, well, let's take a look at what's happened with the overall viewership while he's been their workhorse. He's been on every fucking show. He started every fucking Dynamite and what's happened to Dynamite's numbers? Down, down, down. That's nice. Very nice. Down, down, oranges are down, bro. But, but, okay, yeah, that's true. But I'm going by what he's, 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 he's busted his balls, bro. We got to give him that. Okay. Do you think he deserves to be higher than Cody Rhodes? Hell no. All right. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Go, again, I don't know what the fucking, like, what's their premise to, with his top 10? That's what I mean, bro. I need these guys to explain themselves a lot better. Like, what's their criteria? You know what I mean? Is it their their in ring abilities? Is it the overall package? They don't ex exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what you're like. If you're just saying like, oh, uh, this guy is ranked number eight because because he worked real hard. Then okay, yeah. I, like Orange Cassidy worked really hard this year. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that he's he hasn't done anything, but. He hasn't done anything interesting. 100%. And my man, Charles, bro. There's, there's a lot of truth to that, actually. But uh, thank you, man. I, I like how you everything said that. Is ancient, everything is anciently <laughs> African, Charles. Everything. Literally every culture in the world is anciently African. Because if you go back far enough, if you go back far enough, humanity began in Africa, which means that every race and every culture and every group of human beings originally, if you go back far enough, began in Africa. Which is why when people ask me what my ancestry is, I say African. And then I watch them, their jaw drop and they go, you mean South African? And I go, no, probably not. Probably somewhere around the Sudan. Well, we've got a lot of history in Africa too, man. I mean, Ethiopia is a good example. But anyway, we're not here to talk uh, geography this time because we still got to go through that top 10. So last one was Orange Cassidy, right? At number eight. Uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy at eight. Number seven, Kazuchika Okada. I can, I can. Fine. Yeah, I'm cool with that. That's cool. Yep. He's, he's been he's been the one carrying New Japan on his back, bro. Yeah, he's a, he's a great wrestler. Uh, number six, MJF. How the fuck? Uh, uh, no comment, man. Because as we get higher, and the next one, I believe, is the real bullshit one. It's one of them. There's at least two real serious pieces of absolute dog shit on this list yet. All right. Yep. Let's be real. MJF should be the top three. MJF should be the top 
two. It should be Roman Reigns and MJF. And that's that should be the argument right The now. order. That should be the order, actually. Roman Reigns, MJF. Yeah. Yep. But we'll get to that, um, though. All right. Number five. El Hijo del Vikingo. Can I just blow up the place now? Can I, can I blow he's it up? Ranked, he's ranked above MJF. Wait, 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 wait a second, Chris. <laughs> no! 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 Keep going, no! Danielson. No! Keep saying it. No! For fuck's sake. What the fuck, bro? How is this uh... fucking... I told you he looks like the, the character from the video game Seaman. And I'm not talking about Seamen out at sea. Mm. I'm talking about literally Seaman. Like, based off of what? What the fuck is this based... What are you ranking him as the fifth most important or, or biggest name in wrestling? Right? Like, based on absolute fucking what? I... <laughs> this makes me doubt fucking... PWI right now, so I'm gonna say this, and this goes out to you. Dummy, yeah, yeah, dummy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. dummy, yeah, dummy, yeah. <laughs> that goes out to you, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, you dummies. What the fuck, man? Surely, one of them, you know, someone paid someone off here to have him in there, especially that high above MJF. Are they dumb, stupid, or dumb? Yeah. Above MJF, above Kazuchika Okada, above Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Fuck. Like, he's a bigger star than Cody Rhodes. Sorry, something I just noticed, too. Uh, Brock Lesnar isn't on this list. Oh, shit. You're right. He's not. Wow. That's not cool, because he's done a lot, actually, in 2023, man. He's been there a lot more than people even expected. Yeah. That's weird, bro. Bizarre. Well, of course, you know, you couldn't, you, you just couldn't get him on the rankings with superstars like Eho Delvey. <laughs> and Josh Alexander. See, see, them two shouldn't even be in the 10 right now. Out. Uh -huh. Should no. be right out. Get the fuck out of here, man. Please All continue. Right. Number four. The Ring General Gunther. That is probably sits in the right spot right now. But you can make the argument top three easily. I think he's in the top three for me um, for the year. But yeah, number four, Gunther. That makes sense. All right, the last absolute dog shit, pile of shit, nonsense fucking pick in this fucking whole fucking Sierra list. Hotel. Number three, John Moxley. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, man. The shield is back, bro. The shield. <laughs> the fucking shield, bro. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. Alright, alright, alright. Let's take this take off our fucking bias to to Moxley glasses for a minute. Let's just try to make sense of this. Again, you can make the argument he's been the MVP of AEW this year. Based on what? Based on he's the go-to man when they need someone to carry the company bro he's, every time he, they need someone you you think that off. he's a you think that he would win mvp of that company over mjf actually yeah a lot of people think he's the he's the mvp well what has mjf done this year he hasn't wrestled much he's a he actually he's the has world bro. champ he's been the world, world champ, champ the whole fucking true. year he's I had agree. at least 
He's had at least two or three matches that are really great matches. He's I, cut I about totally eight agree. or ten really great promos. <laughs> he's won all of the feuds that he's been in. What the fuck has John Moxley done? Cut I himself with a fork? Well, yeah, yeah, he's done that. He's done. He's uh, picked himself in the head uh, with the skewers. He's done that. He's done it twice, as a matter of fact. But look, I told. I agree with you. Don't get it twisted. I totally agree with you. I'm just trying to be unbiased here, bro. I'm the trying only list of wrestlers that John Moxley belongs in a top ten list. Like the only the, the only way that you, can, that you can yeah exactly. If if <laughs> if you're in a if he's in a list that that's with Nick Gage, then he belongs oh, in that top ten list because him and Nick Gage are right about the same fucking level of importance for me. I can't stand the fucking guy. To me, he. Ooh. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen, I realize that this is an unpopular opinion. I honestly think that John Moxley is bad for professional wrestling. I don't think that the way he's used is in any way a good thing for pro wrestling. Well, again, you can make that argument, but uh, this is the comment of the night, though, man. Oh. <laughs> Oof. Come on, Liz, man. <laughs> well, you did bleed more, you think. Was it him or Renee? I, it was I mean... definitely John. John was bleeding <laughs> on an almost nightly basis. <laughs> well, you know, Renee has to go through cycles, but you're right. That's true. There's there's blood all at every <laughs> fucking match. There's, there's mm. absolutely zero fucking... He hasn't won a memorable feud. He hasn't won a memorable match. He hasn't had a memorable match. He hasn't cut a good promo no, that, was worth that was worth a shit. Just because we don't like that topic, she doesn't mean there aren't people out there that that do. You know what I mean? For the benefit of professional wrestling <laughs> as an industry, John Moxley is a negative. Wow! Wow! Well, again, I've, like I said, I've seen the Marktard say it. Moxley's the MVP, and like I said, I'm trying to not be biased. Like I said, I 100% agree with you. But if I was to make an argument for him, he was meant to take days off, or he was meant to take a few weeks off. And go on holiday, he didn't because of all the CM Punk bullshit that happened this year. It would have been more valuable if he had taken time off. I agree. More valuable for wrestling in general if he was just staying at home, getting his head right. Yeah, and but he's non-stop just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Whether they've been good matches is another thing. He's been on. Yeah, is he wrestling? Well, no, no. Is that what we're calling it? Whatever you want to call this shit, he's been on every show practically. Not only Dynamite, but Rampage. Collision? No, he hasn't been on Collision, has he? No. Or he was this not past week welcome. after Punk. After Punk, I think we saw him, but not during Punk. But the point is, he's been everywhere. When they need him, he's there to sort of hold the company in TK's eyes. Uh-huh. That's how he looks at him, right? But I'm with you. I don't think he should be that high. But MJF being the MVP, you can. I don't actually agree with that at all. Because he hasn't wrestled that much, he really hasn't. You know what I mean? Like, he's he doesn't wrestle hardly. When was the last time he wrestled on Dynamite? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Because he remember. hasn't really. Probably some he tag really match. Hasn't. He actually really hasn't wrestled. He's been on pay per views. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, uh-huh. I'm just being real. So he's the champion. He's pretty much the best they've got. But you know what I'm saying? Like. I just don't think he's earned that. But if you want to go by just him being the champion, absolutely. He should be in the top two if you want to go that way. 
right? Yeah. Oh, and also, like I said, he's had a bunch of really good matches, and he's had a bunch of really good promos, and he's had a bunch of, and he's had something with uh, Adam Cole that I think is a little bit childish, but that's been a huge merch seller for them and moved the needle in terms of fan interest. So right. I, I, I don't. I don't even think it's. I don't even think it's an argument to be. To be honest with you. Well, uh, the hammer says. Go, go for it, please. Uh, go, no, go ahead. You can read well, the comment. The hammer says, "What is the angle of John Moxley that should go another direction?" I don't know what the fuck his angle is, really, Charles. I, I mean, really, who's his angle anyone's is, angle? His angle is he's allowed to do whatever he wants, and what he wants to do is cut himself a bunch and have hardcore matches. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's trusted by, you know, TK. I'm sure he's one of the guys that's really close to TK and plays it smart in many ways by not, like, you know... He's probably like, yeah, yeah, T yeah, Tony. Anything for you, Tony. You know what I mean? Like, it's just bullshit politics, but... He's Tony, you want to have an oral session with Renee? <laughs> yeah. Mm. You want to have a, a hip session with Renee? <laughs> I mean, I can picture, and thanks to you, Liz, now I have to fucking have that in my head. But seriously, he looks like the type that would fuck Renee on her rags, bro. And, and yeah, I'm just saying. Because he's just into that blood, man. He's very into blood. Anyway, uh, yeah, next up here, speaking, speaking of blood, the number two uh, ranked person for PWI uh, is from the blood line... A Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. I can see why he's not number one, but I've, if it was my top ten, maybe we should have done our top ten, really, <laughs> ahead of time. But, um, oh, man, it's tough. I would have had him number one, though, still. Yeah. No, he's, he's the number one guy in the number one story in the number one company with the number one championship. Right. Yeah. That's a bit weird. What are we missing? Well, that leads us to number one, Chris. But I can see why he's number one. I, I get it, but please tell us. Why? Him. I'll tell you in a, in a moment, but go ahead and tell everyone <laughs> who the man is. All right. Number one for the PWI this year is Seth freaking Rollins. Rollins. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> you don't you don't agree with it. I know you can't stand Seth Rollins. I'm a fan of his man. Yeah, I said it. I'm a fan. I really am. I understand because he's remember how I said about Moxie possibly being AW's MVP, right? In the eyes of the AW cards. Well, in many yep. ways, Seth Rollins is the workhorse for WWE, bro. One of the guys when they need somebody to carry the, the load. He's there, bro. He's there all the time. And defends the title whenever they ask him to, bro. Never takes a day off unless he's injured. He's there when they need him. The fans fucking love him, whether it's his song or not. I don't care. It's something the fans can hold on to. You know what I'm saying? It's hard okay. to not agree with that one, man. It's 50-50, though. Tell me why he shouldn't be. Honestly, sure. I can give you about a hundred reasons. Listen, Seth Rollins is uh, he's a he's a decent worker. He's not he's not that good. Uh, he injures people way more often than he ought to. To be fair, he hasn't done that in a long time though. Okay, still, I don't think he's that good a worker. 
Um, I don't think that his matches are interesting. They're just fast, which I know means the same thing to a lot of the IWC. It doesn't to me. I don't find his matches to be particularly interesting. I don't think he cuts a good promo. I think that his character right now is anti-cool. And I mean, not just it isn't cool. It is the opposite of cool. It is fucking weird and just absolutely gooberish. Uh, he's basically like, a, like to me, his character right now is a skinnier version of uh, Eugene. Like, it's, it's fucking stupid. It's Come fucking on, stupid. It's absolutely Eugene? fucking ridiculous. Dude, not Eugene. Come on, bro. Really? Really. Oh. I gotta... Oh, man, that's harsh, bro. Hey. Really, I'd, I'd, I would rather watch a Eugene segment than a Seth Rollins segment. Please turn his fucking music off, too. I can't stand that shit. It's off, it's off, bro. Relax, relax. What's up, bro? Come on. <laughs> I, honestly, dude, I do not like Seth Rollins. I, I don't, like... You want to say, oh, he's done a lot for the company? Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? Medium 5 is right. Eugene was what's-her-face from Scotland. You're talking about a... How do I forget her fucking name now? The the little pocket rocket. What's her name again? Nikki Cross? Yeah, Nikki Cross. I'm assuming that's what Medium 5 is, is talking about because she does remind me of Eugene, actually. As a matter of fact, Nikki Cross... But Seth, come on, bro. That's that's too much, man. Look, he's over, bro. Whether you like him or not, he's fucking over. Don't just tell me because he's song. I hate that argument. Because everyone clings on to something, bro. When it, if, Whether it's the song, whether it's a catchphrase, the people seem to dig him. He, he's got drip, bro. Yeah, his shit is ridiculous most of the times. He's but got drip. What the fuck is drip? Hold Sorry, on, hold on, hold that. on, hold on. Hold what on, is hold drip? On a minute. He's got style, in other words, bro. All right? His style wait, is wait, fucking wait, wait, wait. cartoons. I don't like his style, like me personally. I want to wear that shit. But it's so Seth freaking Rollins. It suits him. He can pull it off. That's what I'm trying to say. Dude, look at the celebrities, the way they dress these days. Honestly, dude. When was the last time you had a conversation with a normal, average person who was like, who was like, yeah, I love Kanye's new shoes. I fucking hate Kanye's new shoes. Does he when was the last time you had a conversation with a normal person who thought that the shit that Seth Rollins dresses like is cool? Uh, to be honest, I haven't asked anybody about his dress sense, to be honest. Honestly, I haven't. I really haven't, man. Uh, well, look, man, did you know he hates dressing up like that? Well, good. You ought <laughs> to stop it. <laughs> oh, boy. He, look, man, it suits him. His character and what he's doing... It kind of suits him, bro. Only he can do and pull that off. Like, personally. He can't pull it off. Why? He can't pull it off. He doesn't pull it off. He looks like he a can. fucking jackass. Every single well, time he comes character. out with one of those fucking jackass. things, I'm just like, this is fucking ridiculous. I don't know, bro. I, I'm going to have to... I, I have to disagree with that. I think if it... Because the thing is, his character is him sort of unhinged now. He's lost the plot, bro. Like, he snapped. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think it's stupid. Um, anyway, Charles, yeah, as far as your comment about Nikki Cross, um, I I honestly, like, I, like I got I to gotta say, like, I don't think that the Scottish accent is attractive at all, like, in general, but, like, 
sometimes like when girls are like soft spoken if they have that scottish accent it's fucking cute too dude like uh there was I don't a like it on cheeks bro there was a there was a ufc fighter i can't remember what her fucking name was now uh but she she was from scotland and uh Damn, dude, that just adorable, super, super cute. Anyway, I, I, really? I, I like love it. That I, I really See, do, yeah. I mean, guys, it suits guys, but girls, it just doesn't seem right to me because it's like, hey, Chris, you want to suck your cock? I, I <laughs> don't, but it does not going to sound cute coming from you, is it? Jesus wow, not me. Fuck. But you get my drift, right? I mean, come on, it's like it's too strong. I like the English accent on chicks, right? See, but and I Scottish don't. I think it's because I'm Irish. I don't like it. It could be that. Well, Irish and Scottish, you know, people kind of intertwine a lot, bro. Yeah, exactly. They're, so they're, that makes sense. Yeah. No. Irish and Scottish people are like, they're they're allies, basically. And we all yeah, hate Oh, definitely. Irish, so, cheers to that. Well, but there are a lot of Scots that are pro-Queen, too, bro. That's a, but that's Anyway, we're not here to talk politics, but you, anyway, you know what I mean. The point yeah, is... I don't know about that that that, that fucking uh, accent. I don't like it. What about Doodrop? Right. I mean, shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm fucking. I like the way she sounds. If she, you know, if she wasn't three hundred pounds, I might let her touch it. Um, mm. Really? As in, she uh, might be cute anyway. if she wasn't that big. Jesus, Christ. I mean, there's a fucking like. I don't mind thick girls, right? Like, but like, that's, thick, that's not. That's not. Thick. That's, that's round. Okay, that's, that's fat. That's like round fat. is not okay. I don't like that. <laughs> oh shit! What up, Javi? Was she really though? <laughs> At Chipola. Uh, what's All right. Let's move on. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Anyway, that was the top ten. Um. Yeah, I don't think there's it. Was there any other news we need to talk about? Uh, nothing I can think of. Oh yeah, and expect, and expect also. I think Warlow and uh, and what's his name, Ricky Starks, to actually make the jump too, man. Warlow definitely. Ricky Starks and look at that. The hammer's giving you praise, man. Chris, you're my man, my man. <laughs> Thank you, you Charles. Thank you. Hammer. Um, but but anyway. Do you see Starks and uh, Wardlow making the jump also once they literally as soon as they're as soon as they have an opportunity to? Yep, both of them. Interesting, interesting. It'll be fucking look, man. And before we go into Raw right now, I just want to say one more thing. Do you think Tony would have offered Jade the 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 world? I I think he would have offered her quite a bit. I I think that she. I think there's a good chance she turned down more money to leave. I've got a feeling that too. I agree. I've actually got a feeling that she would have turned it down. She, it's clear she's a CM Punk fan. I mean, did you hear what she said at the start, dude? Yep. No one taught her how to fucking throw a chair shot, bro. Up until Punk. <laughs> you know, really? and it's, it's fine that nobody showed her how to how to do a chair shot. That's not like a that's not it like a matter, oh, man. oh on day fourteen in wrestling school we're gonna discuss how to throw a chair shot. That doesn't happen. But like somebody should have wised her up to it if that was part of the fucking spot. Like holy shit! Come on, man. Like the fact that seeing Punk and she loves Punk, and I've got a feeling her leaving has a lot to do with the shit that happened with Punk, bro. Uh, again like we've heard from people and i mean chris jericho is screaming up and down on twitter that it's not true but we have heard reports that there's a bunch of people in the back who are like fuck this place i'm out of here as soon as i can be 
it's the Titanic right now, bro. It's fucking sinking, man. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's very bad right now. But this says they'll rebrand Maximum Male Models with Ricky Eddie's pearls. <laughs> In a way, I hope they do that, man. I, I really do. That Wouldn't that be funny? He yeah, he'd, fucking he'd do this all it. he wants. Yeah, yeah he would. But you know what's funny? Is he shorter than Maximum Male Models by a long shot? I think he is. I don't know if he's shorter than the Indian dude, but he's definitely shorter than Marseille. <laughs> you mean the Saudi Arabian dude? <laughs> is he Saudi Arabian? He's Saudi, bro. Oh. <laughs> the Indian yeah. dude. We're going to get heat for that. Oh, man. I, I hope they do that to him, but it'll be fuck. I don't, just don't see WWE pushing him to the moon because of his size, unfortunately, man. He's a great fucking worker, great on the mic, but he wears pearls. Well, listen, you can be a, you can have a really good career as a as a mid card right like you don't have to be world champion like and i i think you're right i think ricky starks unless he were to put on like 50 pounds of muscle maybe is what it would take he also needs to put on some inches i don't i think if he put on about 50 pounds of muscle they would consider him if he was if he was getting over properly but like even if he doesn't he's gonna have to put on a little bit of size to actually you know make working in the wwe look right but then have him be a, a, a mid card guy. You know, if, if you if you retire from the WWE, you know, after wrestling for five or six years and have like two or three runs with the Intercontinental Championship, you had a good fucking career, man. Like you can't say that you didn't have a good career in the it, like in the biggest fucking wrestling company in the world. You were a mid card act for a few years. That's no. awesome. No, absolutely. But I think Ricky expects more out of his career, in my opinion. I think he does too, but I think that that has a lot to do with people telling him he's the next rock, and he's not <sighs> the next rock. And if they tell him that, you're just fucking him up, man. That's a detriment to him, man. Like it's just, yeah, I hate, I hate that fucking comparison, man. It, it really annoys me. Uh, Retro says Jade gone, so maybe now comes Diana Perazzo from Impact. I've heard rumors of that too, and her contract is coming up, man. It feels like WWE is on the verge of like. Hiring a bunch of people right now, and why not? But you know what's even funnier? Um, how about Vince Man having some sort of... He's got a lot of power in UFC now, pal. Even more power than fucking Dana White, ironically. Yeah, well, he has more... He's higher up in the corporate structure, but I don't know if that means he actually has more day-to-day power. I'm, I'm not two. sure exactly how that works. Well, he's the... he's. The what was he? The chairman, wasn't he? Yeah, but chairman I mean, of the can, board. You, yeah, but you can have a chairman who who only has like nominal power. It it well, doesn't it doesn't mean what what you think it means in in the corporate world because nothing means what it means in the corporate world. It means whatever they say it means in the corporate world. You can have somebody who's called the president of the company and really just be a figurehead. Well, that's what they are. I mean, even he can't got demoted for fuck's sake when you think about it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Liz says a title doesn't equate to actual power. Well, yeah, I'm going by reports. Don't quote me. This is what I've read. There's a lot of reports saying that. But if you go by the structure, the actual TKO structure, he's number two. You know what I mean? And he's still number one on the WB side of things. Because really, oh, and you know what? what's interesting, man? I, I, I posted an article on the Hamid Media Group and group. group. And also, yeah. And also posted an article on the PWC discussion group by Forbes, who are saying that this merger is could spell a bit of trouble because 
apparently UFC is in like three billion dollar debt that they need to pay off. Yep. I mean, we'll see what they do. It's going to be, it's it's interesting. They've they've come up with a couple of different ideas for like what they can do in terms of like the whole company. Um, I did see one thing where they had said that they want to do like you know real special nights where they have like SmackDown yeah, and then a that. UFC and then and then they do a WWE pay per view and then Monday Night Raw and it's like a whole like a whole. But list then they of really things. do that already in a way. I mean, they've been doing dates very close to each other already before the merger. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, uh, uh, Breno 97 or 79. Up, He's from What's Ireland, up? by the way. Oh, yeah. Aaron Gobra. Go. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he says, uh, should have just taken Jade and left Nia Jax out on her fat, on her fat arse. Uh, <laughs> which is, uh, which is I mean, exactly why this is my name today. Jade. Well, Overnight. yeah, I understand why they did bring in Nia though. Because they need to feed Rhea something that looks kind of believable, right? Yeah. See, I'm not sure with the Jade Cargill news. I'm not sure how how this went down. Did this just happen and they had an opportunity to sign it? You know what I mean? Like we do know, and spoiler alert, and I'm sure everyone knows already, she does lose the Statlander once again, bro. Yeah. This I coming mean, Friday. Fine. Right, which fine. is crazy. I, I mean, that's just bananas. But anyway, this uh, look, we can go on and on about this. I know everyone's very interested, but we do need to touch on Raw, which Let's is talk sort about of Raw. deflating after that, if you know what I mean. But it is what it is. Uh, but before we do, there's an interesting point by Liz. So the death thing could be a big reason why they are merging with WWE because they can leverage the cash. Well, you're a numbers chick, so this makes sense. Uh, yeah, the liquid... Liquidity. What kind of liquidity? I couldn't even pronounce it for some reason. Of WWE to pay off their debts, accounting, yay. Well, you're <laughs> like I said, um, you're you're a numbers chick, right? So you would know this shit. But apparently, it's true. But then, how is UFC worth more? Like they're worth mean? right now. I personally think WWE should be worth more right this time. Since the merger, WWE is like worth nine billion, and UFC apparently is twelve. Put them yep. together, and they're over twenty billion right now because they're the same company. Yep. I had I don't understand how that works, especially if they're in debt. But anyway, it is what it is. But there's a long article. Go check that out. Uh, it's basically just based on what people are willing to pay for the company, and like what people figure they would be willing, like what what people in the high in the highest echelons of corporate, uh, you know, business think would be the number for ufc if it were to sell right now is 12 billion and what they think would be the number for wwe is 9 billion so that's how those things are basically figured out and then it basically comes down to like um how much money each company's making things like that and you gotta gotta keep in mind i don't i don't think that they are they they are they are i was watching a thing on cnbc about it wb is actually makes more money gets more attendance their, their shares were even more expensive than uh, UFC. But somehow... And everyone... You should check out what Charles Sonnen says, man. It, he's talking riddles. But he's practically saying there's something fishy with the UFC price tag as well. Check mm. that out. Look into that. You, I like Charles. He's, re- he's, he's a lot of fun to listen to. Absolutely. He's great, actually. And what up, Labrat? Thanks for joining us, by the way. 
Yeah, man. I don't know. Something's weird about that. But the three billion debt as well. That's another thing. WWE's not in debt. So, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, anyway, let's get into Raw there. This is going to feel so underwhelming. But um, we got to talk Raw because it is the machismo. But we did talk for a good hour about the news. Um, so, where were we? Let's go to... We see um, main event Jey Uso making his entrance. He gets on the mic. He welcomes us to the show and says it feels good to be out of the bloodline and be on his own right here on Monday Night Raw. Um, and then we get Kevin Owens coming out. He says he thinks he meant to say that he is now on the Kevin Owens show. He talks about trying to make up for the mistakes he committed in the past. And it was hard. It took a while to earn respect and trust. And some people in the locker room still don't. And that's fine. So he knows and he understands. But McIntyre and Riddle are just two guys that don't want him here. He's got guys coming up to him saying Jay doesn't belong in this locker room. So it's not going to be easy, but hey, Cody Rhodes is going to give him a chance. And Sami Zayn welcomed him back with open arms. So, you know, why not? He tells Jay he has a long way to go, though, to earn his trust and respect and prove not just the same scumbag he was with the bloodline. But uh, before Jay can answer, we see friggin' Judgment Day. But before I go on to that and continue on, uh, what do you think of this little interaction so far, Chris? The crowd will fucking bop him for him, though, dude. The whole place. Yeah, I think uh, I think Jay's really popular, and I think that as much as I, I think that these are two different strengths in the in the ring here for this for this opening segment. Jay continues to be kind of a muddled promo. He, he's he, he's really it's hard to see what the fucking point of what he's trying to say is because he because he because he. Cause he, cause he, cause he yeah. stutters and he fucking repeats himself over and over and over and over and over again. Sometimes in the middle of a fucking pr- promo, it's hard to tell what he's trying to say, but he's got so much charisma and so much energy that you want to listen to him anyway, right? Like he's he's so like wild eyed and like you want to know like oh what's Jay gonna do next, right? And then Kevin. I honestly think that Kevin Owens is one of the top five promos in wrestling. And I mean that because consistently his promos are clear. They're energetic. They're, they they're get real, to a point like real, and they right. feel like a real fucking promo would feel right. I, I think Kevin Owens is really great, but these are two different strengths in the ring playing off of each other before the, you know, before the judgment day stuff starts. So yeah, it's good stuff. Uh- I'm glad you brought up how he, you say clear in his promos. He's so natural. It's That's what I mean by real, too. Like, Kevin Owens, just, he just talk and not even think. Mm-hmm. He just talks. like it, and, and it's his clear. second language. So Yeah, crazy. Actually, he didn't learn English up until he started watching WWE and because of JR. He listened to JR all the time. Yeah, I know. I've, 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 listened yeah. To the, I've listened to the interviews, too, where he said that he thought slobber knocker was something that people just <laughs> yeah. said. Like, <laughs> that was a real slobber knocker. And then people would be like, hey, what the fuck? I, I figured it out when I was young when I first heard that. It just it sounds like what uh, it sounds like, slobber knocker. Like, I know you could say slobber knocker, right? Like slob. Uh, but it makes sense, slobber knocker. Yeah. Well, you get punched. The slob, the slobber comes I, out. Oh, you know I, I, mean? get the, yeah. I get the, I get, I get the logical, you know, the logical right. storytelling to that term. But it just that's not something we say every day. That's true. The slobber locker. <laughs> I can't do it justice. But anyway, uh, main event mumbles. Nice one, media. Um, but to be fair, Jay looked gassed after the crowd were like, "Oh, 
oh, you know, doing the fucking thing. He seemed like he was gassed out, dude. He was like out of breath. And I understand. The crowd just hyped him up. But do you think the stuttering is part of his character or is that actually him, you think? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Because I've seen him cut promos where it seems like that's his way of biding time. Like... One thing that one thing that actually uh, Jeff uh, used to tell me that I did better than most people in podcasting is I know when I can and when I can't use a pause. Right. That's true. right. You're so not good at that. It's like a lot of people they're afraid of pausing because they're afraid of letting anybody get bored or you know people are going to go oh what what is, is there something wrong with my audio did the did the audio drop off or whatever right but being able to have a pause in your promo can make right. a difference between one message and another. And I think that Jay's way of avoiding pauses is to just sort of repeat himself. Right. So he goes, so whenever there's an opportunity for a pause, I would pause and then I would keep speaking. Right. right. But where, when Jay's cutting a promo where there's an op- opportunity for a pause, uh, 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 he fills that time with, like verbiage even if it even if it's nonsensical right he'll right. be like he'll be like you know i went to uh i went to uh i went to uh i went to uh blah blah blah, blah. and he just keeps going because most people when they're actually speaking in a natural sense they pause right right but jay doesn't seem like he's really comfortable enough with that pause yet yeah yeah well that's fair enough though man this is the first time he's really getting a lot of responsibility thrown his way so that's okay. I'm sure he will improve. And look, he's got a certain charisma about him. I don't know exactly what it is, right? But when you compare him to Jimmy, it's night and day, bro. Like, it's sort of exposing his brother right now in many ways. And I feel bad for Jimmy because he's just not his brother, man. He just isn't. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And that's a shame, but it is what it is. Jay, Jay has a has he has a wild-eyed charisma, right? Like, you Absolutely. see him, he seems like he's a little nuts, but it's oh, like yeah. the kind of nuts where you want to see what he's going to do next, right? 100%, bro. 100%. And I like that. You know what I mean? Because like I said, he's like that dog that's been abused all his life and doesn't trust nobody. And, you know, he's literally he's playing that role. And he plays it good, man, because he comes across as believable. His promo game, though, can improve big time. Like 100%. Like he, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got to get better if he, if he actually wants to be a main event. Well, yeah, and he has main evented on numerous... Fuck, he, re- he main evented WrestleMania, bro. I mean, shit. Yeah, the you know Bloodline I mean? main evented WrestleMania. And every other main event he was in was a main... He wasn't main eventing. Roman Reigns was main eventing with his B-side, and the B-side happened to be Jey Uso. No, well, WrestleMania, the tag match, was no Roman Reigns that night. I mean, yep. that was but the that main was of Bloodline. That was the Bloodline. He, he wasn't representing himself. It wasn't the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. It was, can Sami Zayn get revenge against the Bloodline? That was... Even though that's that not the right Bloodline members, going. though, man. But that was the tagline going into the main event, and that's why it was the main event. Well, was it because of has, Jay? Well, he has had singles main events, too, over the against years. Against Roman Reigns. Against Roman, right. That's, but still, like, if I was him, I'd be pretty proud of myself, man. I mean, come on. He should absolutely be proud of himself. He's I'm one of the saying. greatest tag team wrestlers who's ever lived. I, I mean, fuck, man. Jey Uso is an absolutely incredible talent, but he's not a main event by himself. 
Not yet. He's got to improve something. I think WWE see him as a main event at this point. I mean, but yeah, like he definitely needs to improve his fucking promo game big time. But everything else, he's fine. He's great. Like you know I, I, mean? I think, I think if you told WWE fans that Jay Uso was going to main event against Seth Rollins, I think a lot of people would go, "What? Why?" Uh, well, it depends how they actually execute that, too, dude. Just because you hate Seth Rollins, bro, doesn't mean everyone does. Come on, bro. No, no, no. I, I hate Seth Rollins, but I recognize he's a main event. Do you? Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Because no, I, I hate Cody, and I, I recognize him as a main event. Oh, like, no, that's that's good that you're clear about that because I was getting the impression that you don't. You know what I mean? So, no, 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 cool. no, no, no. Let me be as clear as I possibly can be. Seth Rollins is absolutely a main event star in the WWE. He's a main event right. star in any wrestling company in the world. But I don't like what he's doing right now. I actually thought that the I actually still think that the best Seth Rollins we've seen was corporate was corporate kiss ass. Oh, yeah. Seth I Rollins. Love that one. That, yeah, was that was really great. good. That was a really good run. That was. Uh, that was real good, man. But he was very annoying with his voice then. He was screeching more than ever. John! John! That fucking, that fucking... Yeah. I can just picture Seth Rollins in the in the, Rod, in the Roderick Strong role in AEW right oh, now. Where he's no. going, Adam! Adam! <laughs> that would be kind of funny, but come on, man. Um, Retro asked, do you miss the shield? Not really. No. Not right now. They haven't been gone long enough, really to miss him at this point no, and it was it was time for them to break up it's good that they broke up yeah because what are they they're all main eventers whether you like them or not like it is what it is you know what i mean yeah yeah no Reno exactly says seth is a great worker but an annoying character yes right i mean you either love him or hate him this doesn't seem to be any in between man you know what I mean? Not with the character. No, that character is fucking garbage. But yeah, Jay, I I'm not sure he's really a main event. Anyway, let's move on. What happened next, Jimmy? Well, next we see the Judgment Day coming out, as we were saying before. Um, and Finn Bello doesn't believe that he's hearing what he's hearing, sorry. And says nobody talks to Jay Uso like that. And why should he prove himself to Kevin Owens? He doesn't have to prove himself to Bello because he and the entire Judgment Day respect him. As Damien Priest then says, he understands if Uso needs time to make up his mind, but the door is always open and he just has to walk through it. Dom then gets on the mic and said, no a thousand times, but at the end of the day, he's his best version and now a champion. Dom goes to speak and gets drowned out with booze. He pushes through and talks about how the Judgment Day have been there for him and so on. Priest then asks where Sami Zayn is and Owen says Sami is in here, but it doesn't matter. He'll fight all three of them. Uso then says he's here and if Kev wants him to put the work into, into earning his respect and trust, he'll team with him and prove it. KO considers it for a long time or for a long beat before agreeing. Uso then pops right off with a super kick, which is pretty cool. And they go to town on the hills and send them packing as we go to the break. And that leads us to our first little matchup between Jay Uso and Kevin Owens versus the Judgment uh, day in Damien Priest and Finn Balor but unfortunately Judgment Day win by pinfall via the Coupe de Grasse or Grasse usually but from Finn Balor onto Kevin Owens and thanks to some fuckery with uh, what's that big head's name again JD McDonough whatever the fuck yeah Lord Farquaad yeah like what the hell man um 
I guess I I was assuming anyway the Judgment Day will win. These guys right now are just killing it, bro, on every single show. I'm talking about Raw. I'm talking about SmackDown, NXT. They're absolutely all over the fucking place in the WWE universe, Chris. And do you think they've earned it? Um, yeah, I think they've earned where they are, and I think that where they are is upper mid card, like like top tier mid card act. Like they they really are like. You know, in that uh, Scott Steiner U.S. Championship, uh, Buff Bagwell. Um, who else is a good example of an upper mid card? Mister Perfect, Razor Ramon. Um, they're a really good example of upper mid card guys. Um, and it's funny, you know, this was a this was a, in this whole segment. There was one guy who I think actually is a main eventer, and he took the pin for his team. So, I mean, you know, other than that, the guys in this, yeah. the guys in this, they're good workers. They're all pretty safe they're all um they all can talk you know it's not like anybody here is a complete fucking goober not able to get themselves no. you know not able to get a character across they're all good workers sure. i think they've earned the spot where they are right now i have my worries that uh damian priest is ever going to be able to pull off being an actual main eventer but uh the only way the only way you're going to know is give him the ball and see if he can run with it. So we'll see what happens. Well, here's another one that you can make an argument has had a great year, actually, all the way around. Um, you know, he's been one of those guys that's worked his ass off and mm-hmm. took a lot of L's until he got a W, if you know what I mean, in a lot of high-profile matches. But he's ready, dude. I think he's ready for that spot. But right now, there's a few people gunning for the spot, I would take their time. To- if I was WWE, take your time with him. Heck, make him go a whole year before he cashes it, man. If you have to, I'm just saying, uh-huh. I wouldn't be mad at that. But uh, it is what it is. Anyway, let's continue on though, because po- post match, Jay also tries to apologize, and Owens hobbles past him, and he says, "I knew I couldn't trust him." Expression on his face as commentary then hypes up Rhea Ripley's title defense later on tonight. Uh, but as we come back from the commercial, again, we see Jay trying again to apologize to Kevin Owens backstage. But Owens is is uh, not buying it and will not listen. And that's that. He just doesn't trust him at all. So, uh, yeah, man, um, whatever. I mean, there's nothing really to say about this, right, Chris? We'll just keep moving. Um, yeah, so that leads on. us to the next match, which is a nothing match, between Akira Tozawa versus The Miz. This was basically a squash as the Miz wins by pinfall via the skull-crushing finale. Anything to say about this match, Chris? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I, I honestly, I was like, who the fuck is that when Akira Tozawa came out? Which is unfortunate, because he's a fantastic ha. worker. He actually is. He actually is a good worker, man. He's just, you know, when you need a jobber, you know, he's there. But, um, yeah, but after that, I'm not even going to, I've got nothing to say about that match. The Miz, for me has been pretty Teflon this year, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's done some funny greatest. shit. He, he's, one, he's, he, he's one of those guys who needs to go in the conversation of greatest heel of all time. And, like, you have to you put him in the You can make that argument, bro. You can make that argument. I mean, shit. But should have he been in the top ten this year? You can make an argument. Even he could have fucking had a place there. Even though he I, took I mean, a lot of L's, though. If Eho Del V. Kingo made the list, why not? I can't get over that, bro. I, I can't get over that. That's just bizarre Josh Alexander you can maybe like even that's a bit weird but not as weird as that I mean Vikingo please anyway and at, and at where he what like fifth like fifth 
Yeah. Above. Right, one Ab- above MJF. Ab- above MJF is fucking weird, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre, bro. Um, but anyway, we see Byron Saxon next. Uh, he's interviewing Raquel Rodriguez backstage. She wants to be honest, though, as Rhea Ripley might might be the most dominant woman to ever step in the ring, and people lose to fear before the bell even rings, but not her. She's going to give Rhea a taste of her own medicine, and we'll see who walks out as champion, and that's that. Cool. No one cares. Uh, next, though, we see Imperium making the entrance as Gunther, you know, this is the celebration of Gunther and his longest intercontinental reign. And then, um, but before we get to that, we see Shayna Baszler is interviewed backstage. She'll admit that Zoe Stark surprised her by escaping from the Kirifuda. And Chelsea Green then rolls up looking for another amazing tag team partner. And she was thinking Baszler would do, as Shayna says, she'll meet her in the ring and she'll show her limb by limb just how large the gap is between them being peers. Hmm. Green turns around full of bluster and sees Piper Niven who reclaims her tag title and informs her she's medically cleared. Uh, anything to, to say about this little segment, Chris? Uh, no, not really. Um, Shayna, as a killer, is exactly what they should do with her. It's what they always should have done with her. And um, I like that they seem to be at least half-ass giving it a try. I'd love to see them actually push her as a killer moving forward because that's what she actually would be like if wrestling was kayfabe right yeah i guess yeah for sure um but we'll see where they go with that time will tell um in the ring though we cut back to the ring because we see ludwig kaiser gives gunta he you know his big introduction i love that introduction just quietly i think kaiser really pulls that off for the celebration of him setting the record as the longest reigning intercontinental champion in history he's the ring general as Gunther makes his entrance and gets on the mic saying in Deutsch, in German, that he's rewritten the Ringkampf history. That's exactly what they used to be called before WWE, as a matter of fact. The Ringkampf. And in English, he says more or less the same thing and points out his record and says the legends who come before him contributed absolutely nothing. <laughs> and he elevated the title to heights never seen before and he's running out of competition. And then we enter, enter Chad Gable. He says, well, we hear, shush, before he comes out. He says last week they had a match for the ages, which you got to give him credit for. A hell really of a match. fight. Really absolutely. And he was still f- probably the Raw match of the year, as a matter of fact. I, I will say that by far, because Raw doesn't really have many. The TVs don't really have good matches anymore. Yeah, it's that weird. There's a three-hour yeah. wrestling show that never has good wrestling matches. Anyway, continue. Yeah, it's weird, though. It really is, because they used to have great matches on TV. But anyway, um, he's still feeling it this morning. Here we are a week later, and Gunther is celebrating, and Chad congratulates him. The ring general then invites him into the ring to say his piece to his face. Gable then says he saw the look in his eyes after their match, and it set out of all the great superstars he's beaten, nobody pushed him to his limit or came as close to winning as Gable did, which is surprising. He also saw the look on his family's face in the front row, the tears running down his daughter's face, the tears that Gunther caused, and he wouldn't expect him to understand what that does to a person, and it's lit a fire in Chad, Chris. A fire that won't burn out until he makes this whole thing right. He beat Gunther once, and he'll beat him again. 
He doesn't know when, where or how, but he's getting another shot at this time for himself, his career and his family and he swears to God he's winning the title. And his daughter will walk out with a smile on her face and not crying, obviously. As Gunther asks him what he wants, does he want his family to see him get the beating of his life again, using his children as bait for a spotlight? Yes, he pushed Gunther to his limit and he's a fantastic athlete, but he's a disgusting, terrible father. As Chad then attacks Imperium, beat down, uh, beat him down, but Otis makes the save and fights valiantly until Gunther takes him out with a lariat and Big Chop tags Gable back down. The other two Imperium lads return and put boots to him and then we see Tommaso Ciampa coming to the ring, chair in hand, to run Imperium off. And that's that. What do you think of this segment, Chris? I thought it was interesting. I thought it was pretty good. I uh, Obviously, I think Gunther... I think he's actually the number three for my list. Like, if you were to say, what are your top three wrestlers of the year? It would be Roman Reigns at the top, then MJF, and then Gunther. Um, he's just so good. And while I really like Chad Gable, and I do really like Chad Gable, they better not have him be the one who beats Gunther for this fucking IC title. Like... It's not but why because he's too much of a joke to you. You think it is not the right way for Gunther to lose the Intercontinental Championship. You've built him up too big. I really think the best thing for him would be you walk into Royal Rumble as the Intercontinental Champion. You're you pick number one or number two again. Have Gunther win this year, and then afterwards he says. You know, I'm the longest reigning intercontinental champion, but after winning the Royal Rumble, I, you know, I owe it to the ring and I owe it to wrestling to focus on becoming the world champion. I can no longer continue to focus on this championship and so I must relinquish it or whatever. That's Isn't that the... turning babyface, but like that. Yeah, I mean, you could I, I want to say I'm not saying like do it exactly like that, but uh but that's that's the way you do it. I mean, even if he says like I'm going after the world title now, you know, this trinket doesn't mean that. anything to yeah, me yeah, or exactly. whatever like He's going to say like everyone's below him, like the kinds of bad even become below him. Exactly, exactly. Nobody on the list of contenders for this title can possibly <laughs> defeat me, so I'm going to give it up and focus on the world title or some some shit. I I don't know exactly how you how you do it, but I think that him relinquishing the championship is actually the right way to go in terms of what do you do with Gunther. Oh, right, that's hypothetical we're saying, right? I mean, yeah. that's one way we can go. But also, just say hypothetically though, Chris, if there was a wrestler you had to pick to beat him, who would that guy be right now when you think about it for that IC belt? Maybe Cody? Uh, Cody would be pissed if he fucking... Um, won that right now I think anyway he's been there done that that's not his story bro I just I, I don't think that anybody who's on that intercontinental championship level is could beat him with any sense like if you want to make somebody I guess you could have Braun Breaker but I don't I don't think Braun's there either. I just I don't that's what I mean. I don't think there's anybody who I would who I would consider it to be fulfilling if they beat Gunther right now for the IC they title. They have 
Right, they need to make someone hot right now, dude. Like for the like Bron Breaker, cool. Physically, he looks like he could be Gunther, right? But is he hot? No, and he would He's have doing to be right. But yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Ilya Dragunov has got a storied history with fucking Walter. If you wanted to bring Ilya Dragunov up and make him, you know, have like really make Ilya, oh, you know, that quick, then yeah. He's too small, but and I love fucking and I love Dragunov, man. But he's just fucking small, bro. He's very, very small. Yeah. And, and but he's crazy. He's a nutcase, but he's just way too small. Yeah, maybe relinquishing it, but putting it below him. He's got to be like. I've beaten everybody. The ring general fucking destroyed this whole division. You're all below me. This no one's on my level. He throws a belt down. You know what I mean? This belt is you know I've outgrown this belt. You know it's time for the ring general to go for the fucking the biggest prize. You know what I'm saying? And that's whatever world title he chooses to go for. And that's it. But he has to win it though. Sorry, Chris. I can't hear you, bro. No, I just had to take a phone call. Sorry. Oh, um, on the phone then. That was quick. Shit. I am proficient. Um, yeah, th- that's the thing is like I just – I look around and I do not see anybody. It's like I actually have this problem when I'm uh, when I'm playing like universe mode on my on, – on WWE 2K. I was playing that earlier, yeah. Because Gunther's the Intercontinental Champion and, and when you – because I always find up restarting universe mode, right? Right. So – and I'm I'm left looking at the list, and I'm like, who's gonna take the fucking belt off of Gunther? Like, <laughs> even I don't... out of the legends. Yeah, I just don't think that anybody really belongs in the ring with him right now. Not not who's on that not level. Brett the Hitman Hart. Come on, Brett's not an intercontinental <laughs> championship guy oh, in my universe. Come on. Oh, sorry. Does he even have a championship? Actually, in my universe. I have like a WCW that continued, like that never shut right, down, right? right. right, like right, right. My, me too. Me universe, too. I've got that. Right? I've got that going too, right? And Brett's like he's he's not a world champion in that in in WCW anymore. US? Now he's in his now he no now he's in his like trying to make the next generation stage, right? Oh, Where, so he's putting you know, guys over. Yeah, he'll have like a he'll have like a, a feud against uh, you know Scott Hall and win that. But then the next feud will be against you know David Benoit, and he'll lose to David oh, Benoit to try to you, you, elevate you, David. Did you download a David Benoit like? Call? I downloaded a Chris Benoit car, and then I just like, <laughs> and then I just kind of <laughs> fucked his face up a little bit, and made him more muscular. <laughs> I don't know why that makes you laugh, but I can picture it. That's good. If you did it like that, that's fucking funny, bro. Yeah. But um, so we've got we've got a team of the Benoits now in your universe. I don't have a Chris Benoit in my universe as oh. much as like Chris Benoit is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But there are certain people who I just have a really hard time wrestling as Chris Benoit is one of those guys. Like for whatever reason, I have a hard time you know using him in my in my uh, universe mode. And generally, if there's a dead wrestler. I have a hard time using them in my universe mode in general. It's it's just hard for me. Like whenever I see like a universe mode and it's like, you know, the macho man Randy Savage is wrestling, I'm like, yeah, but he can't though. Nah, he can't, man. It's true. But it'd be funny if they were tagged him in the universe mode. But anyway, uh let's move on. I did like this sort of thing. I don't mind actually if if what's his name? 
um, Gable does win, but you have to start building him away from this shush shit. Make it sort of like a Rocky fucking build now, like where it's yeah. his last chance, like a like an eye of the tiger. Like you can see him training, and you hear the eye of the tiger in the background. You know what I mean? Make him chase chickens, but you bring Angle to like be in his corner and train him. Yeah, I'm just not sure. I, again, like I'm just not totally sure that anything works. So for me, don't change. Don't don't make a change for the sake of a change. If you don't actually have a situation where you can really build somebody and a plan for how to get Gunther out of it, well, you know, without losing all of the um, value that he's built up over this run, then you don't do it. I don't think he'll, he'll lose his value. I can see just everything imploding, like. Like, the whole Imperium imploding and shit, you know what I mean? He's going to blame them, like the piece of shit heel that he's supposed to be, right? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't, like, it's, but that's just it. I don't, and that that's one thing that I didn't like about this segment, right? Because right. he does come across as a piece of shit heel. And but that's he had not, respect for him, though, too. So That's he, not how I've seen him, right? When he right, said, right. like, all of the other legends who have ever held this belt did nothing for it, it's like, that's not what Gunther would say because Gunther's whole thing is that he worships the ring, right? Like professional wrestling is like his religion and he takes it very seriously. So he wouldn't say stuff like, you know, all of those other people who held it did nothing for the belt. The ring is sacred for crying out loud, right? That's right. He He might say like, you know, with every, you know, even considering everything that those other champions have done, I have elevated this championship to a, to a state that it has never been before, and I will continue to elevate this championship to a state that no other wrestler ever has or ever will be able to elevate it because I am the ring general, and I am whatever, right? Like, you, you understand, yeah, like, I the verbiage you know. I'm talking about, Absolutely right? Absolutely right, yeah. That, anyway, that was a little nitpick. <laughs> that, that's a little nitpick. There's some they could have done better with it, but uh, I, I I like where they're going with it. I like that they're now going to have to figure out a way where you know Chad Gable lies to God and disappoints his daughter again, and uh, it's going to make for great television. I think it's a good little feud. Don't get me wrong; it's pretty intriguing. It's actually pretty well done because I only expect to like it like I do, and they are giving respect to each other. But you don't want to give too much respect because it feels like he's... baby you know, yeah. yeah, and you don't want to... I think him as a killer heel just works. It's too good, man. But anyway, I can go on and on about this, but we need to move on, though. Um, but next, we see Drew McIntyre. He's shown hanging out earlier with Xavier Woods and rolls up to chat. Drew apologizes for the chair again, and Woods asks why he was talking trash about Kofi Kingston. McIntyre says... He meant what he said, and Kofi can man up and grow a set and talk to him himself. Xavier then says he came man-to-man, face-to-face, and he's really going to turn his back and disrespect him. And then he says, is he jealous that Kofi won a title in from in front of 82,000 fans while Drew's greatest moment happened <laughs> in an empty performance center? And that burns Drew in real life, too. No, notice the number, though, that he said. 82,000. I know it's funny. It's a rib, dude. Of course. Oh, did we mention? Did we say that was yesterday? We mentioned it, right? We on the skirmish. Right. Scary, sorry. Yeah. Fucking idiots. But anyway, that's got to keep him up all night as McIntyre says he doesn't want to hurt him. Woods then asks if he's going to run straight through him and Drew books a match. Xavier makes his entrance and then we go to the break. Um, 
And then we see again Alfred Academy and Tommaso Ciampa interview backstage. Basically, they get the nod for the, what was it, the three, the six-man tag match later on in the night. Anyway, but that leads us to the Drew McIntyre versus Xavier Woods match. And of course, as expected, McIntyre wins by pinfall via Claymore. And I mean, did you expect anything different, really, Chris? No, this mat, the match went how it should have gone. Um, you know, Xavier got a couple of hope spots, but you never were really questioning whether or not whether or not right. he could be, win the match. Yeah. Did they even mention Riddle? I don't think they did, bro. I don't think they did either. And I, I mean, I don't know. Dude. He's gone, bro. Surely he's gonna get fired now, man. You I mean, think? I. It's the reason why he was, the reason why security was fucking with him to begin with was because he was and I quote like very inebriated. I I don't I don't really Hell, know allegedly. like what you do with that as the WWE, especially considering that Jay like, Uso and all that. Yeah, I just yeah, I know. I don't know, man. But the difference is the Usos are fucking you know they're almost like royalty in WWE, but you can't be like that, right? You can't fucking not. Not punish one fucking dude and another dude, and then punish the other dude. Like it's just it's it's a contradiction. But the Usos have got power, bro. It is what it is. You know what I mean? It's just what do you do? I mean, it, some guys just are untouchable, and that's them. Riddle, I'm sorry, bro. You're fucking porno bitches making it really public. Another well, thing, and as and not that it matters, but I'm just saying and everything that the Usos have done has been okay. They got a li- they 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 were a little too drunk and they drove and they got in trouble for it. And it's like yeah, but not just once, Chris. Not just twice, Chris. Not just three, but pretty much fucking four times. Yeah, I know they, they've they've done it a few times, right? And but they didn't even get punished. Has, not even a suspension. I, I know, and they should have. But what I'm saying is like. They're not getting punished the same as Matt Riddle is because Matt Riddle has been drunk. He's been high. He's been fucking annoying. He's been accused of rape. He's fucking porno bitches. Yeah. He's telling this person to fuck off and that person That's to fuck true. off, causing problems with Goldberg. Uh, he's got a problem true. with Dana White. He's got a problem well, with this guy. He's got a problem with that thing. It's like Matt Riddle is a really good example of what happens when somebody gets permafried. Like, He's legitimately like not capable of thinking properly anymore. It's a shame, man. It's a shame because they're just dumb mistakes, though. They, they could have been avoided. That's that's what's weird about Riddle. You know what I mean? He does little things. He talks too much on social media too. He says way too much. Like yep. he's got to like stop. Like, dude, just stop. Like, stop doing what you're doing on social media. Stop showing off with the pictures and your porno pictures. Yep. He's high at work, of course, but he's allowed to be now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't get weed, fucking... Weed is cool work. now. I know, but... You, you don't know, get stoned at, at work. I don't give a fuck if it's legal or not. You can't... No, like It's allowed it's, now it, in WWE. It, it's allowed for you to, to have marijuana in your system, not to be high at work. That's well, like saying it's okay to be drunk at work. No, it fucking isn't, man. If well, you're not right in the was when you're right. at work. I guarantee you that if somebody backstage saw RVD smoking weed before a match, the the office would have told him, hey, Rob, fuck off for now. Fuck off tonight. Go to the hotel. Oh, well, he makes no secret. He says he used to have a lot of joints in the back, bro, with numerous wrestlers. 
you 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 absolutely cannot allow that in a in a fucking business place. You just can't. I, I I listen. I don't I don't think that marijuana and alcohol are the same fucking thing. But you are inebriated if you're fucking smoking weed. And if we're doing a thing where my safety is in your hands, <laughs> what I What'd need you, you to be a hundred percent fucking right. I hey, need you okay. to be right as fucking rain. I need you to be stone fucking sober. If we're oh. going into a situation where you could break my fucking neck if you slip a little bit, I better not believe there's a possibility you're going to slip because uh, you're a little, you're feeling it, man. You better fucking not. <laughs> Yo, Chris. Nah. Dude, to be fair, his work is not what's, what gets criticized. I, I think he's pretty safe. I, okay, but... Don't fucking get high when you're working. Again, I don't know what the hell is going on. They know this, but they don't seem to do anything either. So I have no idea what the fuck's going on. But I've been smoking weed for fucking 20 years, bro. And to be honest, it doesn't affect me like you think. Like it, it really doesn't. Affect, okay, it might not affect you, Jimmy. I, I can listen. That That's fine. All right. But most people who smoke weed it does affect them in some way. If nothing else, their reaction time is slightly slower. And that is a scientific fact. You cannot argue that reaction time is slower when people are inebriated. That is a fact. There is no, there is absolutely a preponderance of evidence. That, 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 is, that is an unquestioned scientific fact that your reaction time is slowed when you are smoking weed. So you cannot be doing something as dangerous as professional wrestling while you're high. It is absolutely not acceptable. Not well, they acceptable. They need to make that clear. They don't make that clear, dude. They really don't make that clear at all. I'm talking about WWE now. They should. I mean, they used to fucking. They used to get fines for you know. For example, I know you're saying that's after the fact, right? It's in yeah. their system. That's because yeah, they failed a drug test. Right, I, right. It shouldn't be a part of the drug test. I, I, I'm a hundred percent for people using marijuana recreationally, as long as like, as long as they're not doing it when they're driving. And if you can't do it when you're driving, which you can't, you, like in no state in the United States are you allowed to be high while driving. In no province in Canada are you allowed to be high while driving. There's a reason for that, and it is because. It is a scientific fact, 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 that you are slowed in your reaction speed when you're smoking weed. So you can't fucking do something as dangerous as pro wrestling when you're fucking high. That's stupid. Can I ask, in America, though, they don't have drug tests, right? For, for marijuana. Not yeah, they yet do. Anyway. Road tests? Yes, they do. The, the, the fucking, what do you call it? The swab? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's not a breathalyzer. They got they that have. from Australia, man. Anyway, Australia started doing that first. I'm just asking because yeah. America have wanted to implement it, so they have implemented implemented it. Sorry, right? Uh -huh. Because for years, what was their sober test, bro? We've never had this here. But in the states, you fucking walk around like showing them if you're straight or not. I guess. I mean, that's I've... we've never had that. We've always had. We've always been ahead of everyone with the drug testing, which is and it's savage, bro. They fuck you up if you yeah, get you're caught far, driving. You're, you're far ahead of everyone in all of the terrible, terrible things. Yeah, oh, no, it's sad, bro. It's sad, man. We're the test dummies, and then everyone else implements it once they see how we go with it. You know what I mean? But anyway, it is what it is. Actually, they don't have drug tests for all. It's impossible, Medium 5, because people that are on heroin 
And there was one more drug in particular. Was it, it was a Coke. They can't test for Coke and heroin, apparently. But for methamphetamine, marijuana, and a couple of other MDs. fucking... And what? MDMA. Oh, yeah, MDMA. So, ecstasy. And I think also... Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot another drug. But anyway, oxycodone, yes, maybe, possibly. But if for some reason heroin uses it, who would be off their fucking face. Imagine getting pulled over. You, you know, you pull over a heroin jacket, they'll be like, hey, officer. Like, like, come on, man. And then you can't, they get away with it though, dude. But anyway, no media, it's impossible right now, bro. They cannot test with them yet. I'll, I'll tell you that's a fact. Look it up. I guarantee you. Anyway. Okay, I don't care. Move on. Let's move on. Uh, where were we? We see Chelsea, well, Chelsea Green, <laughs> since I love fucking announcing it like that, versus Shayna Baszler. Dude, I felt sorry for Chelsea, especially the way Shayna was just yanking her arm, bro, like back and forth and whatnot. Anyway, uh, this was another squash match. Baszler wins by pinfall with a swinging Samoan drop, which commentary informs us she's now calling the extra... Minutus, whatever the fuck, how do you pronounce that? Exterminatus. It's a bit complicated. I, I mean, how do you pronounce know. this, bro? I'll spell it out, all right? Yeah, something. Look, E X T E R M I N A T U S. Extremitus. Okay, extremitus. What the fuck is that? I, I don't know. I know what your extremities are, but I have no idea what yeah. the fucking. But why? That's a bit too complicated, man. Uh, I don't know, man. I that's guess they're much. trying to make the point that she's going to break people's arms and legs because those are your extremities. Right, right. Makes sense. But still, it's a bit... Anyway, the point is she was doing that during the match. Obviously, that's what she was uh, focusing on. Uh, but anyway, post-match, Piper beats her down, but Zoe Stark makes the save and she and Basil clear the ring. We get a Shinsuke Nakamura promo video where he's holding a katana... And calling Seth freaking Rollins out again, listing his many flaws and saying he challenge him again uh, when he feels like it. When he feels like it, why? Peace. Why? Uh, why when he feels like it? Because WWE. I'm gonna go ahead and steal the uh, the old Todd Brantley uh, trusty comment there. Because WWE. I, I don't. I don't know. And listen, if you're cutting a promo while you're holding a fucking katana. You better be setting up for a fucking katana match where you're going to stab each other because it just looks stupid otherwise. I know. But still. Sorry, I was just replying in the chat because Medium 5 doesn't get it. Show me the proof that they can test for heroin. I don't police, care. Because they can't. I know, I know. I'm saying this between us. Anyway, uh, where are we? Next, we come back from commo a commercial because we see Seth Rollins gets on the mic. He admits he's a manipulator, Chris, a deceiver, a liar, and all other things. Shinsuke Nakamura called him, but he's also a fighter, a father, and a champion. For a long time, he didn't know who he was, so he tried everything. From the authority, like you mentioned earlier, Chris, to what he thought everyone wanted to a messiah, but none of that actually worked. He built a facade to hide from himself. And then he figured out what we always wanted him to be himself. This is not yourself, Seth. But anyway, that's why we love him. Not for being a good guy or a bad guy, but for being Seth 
freaking Rollins. But he didn't come here to talk. He came here to fight. And that's not what management wants to hear. But he's just not built that way, baby. He challenges Shinsuke Nakamura to come on down and have a title match here and now. Uh, we see Shinsuke then beating up Ricochet for some reason again, like last week. Uh, and then he turns to the camera and says, He had Seth. Was it cleared? So we found a fight already. Eh, doing weird smiles and shit. He's like, eh, 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 whatever he's doing. He apologizes and says he'll take his title. Just not today. Eh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Anyway, that's that. That was weird. What the fuck is going on, bro? I'm a bit confused at this point, And it's much of the same as the week before. Uh, yeah. And okay, this is a good example. Here's, here's one thing I will say for this, because it's confusing. I don't understand why they're doing this. I just don't. Well, like, why would you not want a title match? Um, but this is a good example of somebody cutting a promo in another language and you can feel the charisma anyway. Right. So like with who? Shin? With, with Shin. Yeah. Right. I love Shin, you know that. Can't understand what the fuck he's saying, right? Because I don't speak Japanese, right? You don't but understand how I talk? Hey. I'd, well, you're just talking in a very <laughs> racist way, but like... Uh, what? But, but Nakamura, like cutting his promo in Japanese, you you feel the emotion in it, right? Like you kind of get the point of what he's saying, and the subtitles on that are fucking great. That's that's how that they time. should do his videos. Like, can it take him 50 years, Chris? Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I mean shit. I fuck you up. Where's my mask? That's what I start thinking. Where, where is my mask? <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, let's move on. There was a, a whole bunch of the same shit though, unfortunately. But cool. It's cool. Whatever it is, it's, it's all right. Um. Anyway, Alpha Academy are next with Chad Gable and Ortiz, and of course, little man himself, Tommaso Ciampa, versus Imperium. In Giovanni Vinci, Gunther, and Ludwig Kaiser. Um, I, I thought I'd enjoy this match a lot more, Chris. For some reason, this was a fucking gag. It felt like a fucking joke of a match. We saw fucking caterpillars by a fat man. Mind you, he does it pretty well. Um, I just felt like this was a comedic sort of matchup that made... Imperium, like, you know, your typical dumbass heels in this match, if that makes any sense. They just look yep. stupid. And uh, Alpha Academy and Champa did win via submission with an ankle lock from Chad Gable on Vinci, of course. And someone's calling my damn fucking phone. God damn it. If you can hear that, sorry, you should be on silent. But anyway, what do you think of the match? Uh, I actually, I had a very similar reaction to it that you did. I just thought right. that it was a little too cornball you know like it was it was almost as corny as your ringtone um no but it, it was it was just a little bit too comedic and uh i just kind of came away from it thinking you know this would be an, a, a good opportunity you know to to try to make imperium seem like more of a threat in this situation right. um because i don't think anyone has to take alpha academy seriously like the, the point of them is to be underdogs. So let them be underdogs. And, you know, Imperium should be winning in dominant fashion over guys like this. Just personal taste. I hate these type of matches, though. It's dumb because it's there it's just to, for them to lose, right? 
and still it's not even believable like you said why can't they fucking just win like you said in a dominant fashion and then have the others bicker because they weren't good enough why do we see a fucking worm or a caterpillar anyway like it's against the wrong guys chris i just yeah, don't get it and, but, uh, and that's a good that's a good like opportunity to have you know imperium get the win right because you know here's here's otis and he's fucking around too much and he's playing around right and he's doing the comedy bit and because he's doing the comedy bit imperium's imperium's able to to get in and and, and take over right exactly anyway fuck it is what it is it was typical anyway um backstage we see judgment day are talking to their recruitment strategy about their recruit recruitment strategy with jay uso dominic changes gears and says he wishes he could be ringside tonight but rhea ripley says she'll take care of business and after all mummy's always on top <laughs> she definitely is especially later on we'll, we'll get to that in a minute which is we're up to the main event really at this point but before we do talk main event we get another little recap of nakamura big deal then we see tiffany stratton from nxt is in adam pierce's office berating him as to where becky lynch is which is a good point where was she but she does roll up but where really where was she really on the show lynch rolls up pierce says he talked to the to the heartbreak man Shawn michaels not the heartbreak kid but the heartbreak man Shawn michaels and he's just about to get their match for tomorrow lined up Stratton then whines at Becky as to what she did wrong. Lynch tells her showing up on Raw and demanding attention was her mistake. Becky, she's been on Raw every week for the last few weeks recently, but anyway, I digress. Becky says she's a fine athlete, but dumb as a box of rocks, who's just concerned with being famous, and she'll make her famous tomorrow night. Uh, cool. I guess it's something to look forward to. Anything to say about this segment? Nope. Uh, nope. I, I like Tiffany Stratton. I think Becky Lynch has never gotten back to where she was and leaving to have a kid 100%. when she did was a really bad mistake for her career. It might, it might have been the greatest decision that she's ever made in her life. I'm sure that's how she feels about it, and it's how I would probably fine. feel about it if it was my kid. But in right, terms of, of her career... Her leaving when she did is the worst possible thing she could have done. She was hot too at that point, which is even worse. And I understand. I get that, you know, the, the girls want to have kids and whatnot. That's fine. Uh-huh. But shouldn't they? They're in the wrong business to be having kids in the middle of your career. Either wait till this, towards the end of your career, then go and have a kid because that's fair to the kid, uh-huh. if anything, where you can concentrate on the fucking kid and not worry about going in the ring. Or fucking have the kid before you even started doing this as a career or some shit. Which was probably impossible at the time, obviously. But Well, and listen, the the thing is, is like she left right at the height of when she was the hottest. And it's like Yeah. You know wrestling runs don't last forever, right? I mean Of course. People people think about the rock as if he's this eternal figure from wrestling. His whole run was like six years long, right? Like Right. Stone Cold Steve Austin, his time at the top was like four years. Yeah, right. It's true. You, you, the 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 very tip top of your career is not going to last forever. It's going to be a couple of years long, and then the fans are going to get sick of you, or something's going to happen. There's going to be an injury. There's going to be a reason for you to go away. 
soon, like always soon. It's right around the corner. So to me, it's like, just wait. But I do understand, like, the only thing I ever really wanted to be when I was growing up is, is a good dad. That's all that really mattered to me. Like, anything else was like icing on the cake. If I get to be a really good dad, then that's that that then my life will be fine and i i get to do that so i I wouldn't want to tell her you know you can't go but fuck man like wait a year and a half and see if the crowd gets sick of you and then you can go away you know it'll even be a good excuse to reboot the character but i don't know just me it's true no you're right man 100 percent. i agree oh well that that goes now i mean um yes okay I guess you guys are right. I don't know how new that is. I need to look it up, but I can't right now. But anyway, that's irrelevant until after the show. Um, but anyway. Well, it's not new if what they're talking about is like a heroin test that you can take, like an actual test that comes back in results. As far oh, as like different. a road test, they can do I have that. no idea. I'm talking about road test. I'm talking about yeah, just I don't, I don't, road test. I, I don't know if there's a road test for it, but I know that you can test for heroin. Like that's... Of course. That's been no, 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 around definitely. forever. When I was serving my mission in California, I knew a guy who used to do drug tests for companies. Like that was yeah, his that's job. Different. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, that's not the same type of test though. That's like a piss test and shit. Yeah, like doing that. Yeah, of course, no, no doubt about. It. I'm talking about just via swab. But um, anyway, like I said, I can't really go looking for it myself right now. But I'm going by the comments. They're probably right for some reason. Last I checked the heroin testing for us wouldn't come up like i don't know why but maybe that's changed i, I don't know i haven't looked into that for road tests. So, yeah um, i don't know i have i i have no fucking idea that's why i'm saying show me an article so i can read into it instead of searching for it not you chris i'm saying the chat yeah but this is saying apparently they do if it's more than one person uh, i guess they're right you know what i mean and like i said maybe it's changed for us too i don't know the last time that i knew of Heroin was not on the list, but meth and weed and some other shit was. But anyway. Cool, though. Don't uh, do meth. It's bad for you. Let's move on. Yeah. Well, next it is Raquel Rodriguez versus Rhea Ripley for your WWE Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley, your champion. I guess it's a rematch from last week. I will say this, though, Chris. This match was way better than last week's match by a long shot. And boy, did it feel stiff and not in that way. Anyone? Jimmy likes the back the the, the back poses eh? please Jimmy loves the back flexing he just I hate it and just quietly I'm talking about road test only not drug testing I know you can test for heroin just just FYI you can test for any drug normal testing I'm talking about just road testing just that anyway um yeah I hate the back flex her back sucks to be honest She's got no chest. I think she's got no talent. She does the same moves over and over and over again, bro. Mm. If it wasn't for Rhea, this match probably would have sucked if, if if she was in a match with someone else. But for whatever reason, they, this match was just 100 times better than the week before. That clash of le- like with the kicks looked yeah. fucking good, bro. That, that looked really, really good. It looked really like they good. were trying to take each other's fucking heads off. Yeah. Oh, my God, bro. I mean, shit. They were going hard. And then we see Nia Jax suddenly appear. You know what pissed me off, though, Chris? I know, cringe. But you know what really got to me, dude? The fact, did you see when Nia Jax Samoa drops Raquel on the outside, right? Yeah. 
Yep. And guess what happens? She does the Undertaker. Pretty much no sells it, gets back in the ring. I'm like, what the fuck? She just Samoa dropped you. Really, should this match have ended in a countout victory, maybe for Rhea? Of course. I think it would have been more that's, plausible. That's right. the that's the heel return. You, right, you come back, exactly. you do the move. You you do the move on the on the on the face, right? Uh you cost the face their their championship. It helps Raquel to survive, right? Because Raquel can then you know, come back from that, you know, she can go away and she can do whatever. She can have a feud with somebody else. She can come back months later and say, you know, you, you know, we had that rematch, but you never beat me clean. It was a count right, out. Exactly. And if it wasn't for Nia Jax, I could have beat you, etc. Right. It gives lots, it gives lots of opportunities. It opens up a lot of opportunities for Rhea Ripley. If she's a bad guy, she can say, yeah, but I still beat you. So I don't care. Get, get to the back of the line. Right. And you know, it can become a thing where there's a problem there. You still could have done the the face to face between uh, Rhea Ripley and um, and Nia Jax at at the end of it, and then Nia Jax is just a total fucking asshole because she took out the face and took out the heel because she's just a, she's a bad bitch or whatever, right? You could have done that, but instead, but instead she lands a fucking Samoa drop with Samoan drop, which looked like ow, like that looked fucking stiff, right? Um, it did, but and then Raquel just. Get back, gets back up, gets in the ring, takes a kick, and then takes the finish for the win. And it's like, why? I have fucking no idea. This, yeah, that's confusing. Should have ended there, right there. Count out victory, and then Nia Jax would have came in and taken out fucking Rhea as well. Except now, does this make Rhea kind of the babyface turn suddenly? I mean, I don't you know, need man. someone to be gunning for her, but she's not going to. Be- Nia's not beating Rhea anyway. Is is Rhea healthy after this? Because Nia Jax flat out fucking like uh, yeah. jumped on her. Like, well, Steve does a show her. actually on his show about that, and he looks like I haven't watched it yet, but I will. He looks like he's cringing. Like the thumbnail is of him looking at Nia doing the fucking bonsai drop. Bro, if you look back Rhea. at the replay, because I watched it, like I watched it a couple of times. If you look back on the replay, the way that you're supposed to land, sorry, I'm going to move this out of the way here. Okay, the way that you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to land when you come down on that is you're squatting, right? Like that's how you're supposed right, to land squatting, on the squatting without drop. actually you're forcing, squatting, bring the force, right? Right, because right, you don't want to actually put all of your fucking weight down, right? Right, right, right. But if you look back, so the your feet, for instance, right, are supposed to be planted like that, right? Right. But if you You're look back like at the fucking said. replay, right. she went down and her feet went out from yeah. under her when she fucking <laughs> landed. So she put all of her goddamn weight, all of it, splat on top of her fucking chest, bro. It was like... That's... Ugh. Why did we sign this idiot again? But not just that, did you see her fucking step on her too with all her weight it looked like? Right before that spot? And then she's fucking paintbrushed her. Like... Yeah, like a full bitch fucking paint slapped her, bro. It was like... (laughs) I mean, like, what the fuck? I laughed at that, though, I'll I'll admit. But what the fuck, bro? Oh, yeah. Ray Ripley isn't the person you fucking paintbrush either. Like, that's not... You, that's a disrespect thing. That's something that you can you can get away with doing it to like a minor face. But who the fuck is fucking what's her name? Nia Snacks. She's already had a bad rap for being an absolute cow, like literally, metaphorically too. I mean, seriously, she's injured how many fucking wrestlers and not give a fuck, right? 
this is why she pretty much got fired in some ways too, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. She doesn't have... Uh, it doesn't look like she's got implants. But yeah, they would have popped all right for sure. No doubt. Um, but what the fuck, bro? She's come in like a full fucking bitch. And just... Her, to me, it looked like it would have hurt Rhea, man. For sure. Even yeah, like, the fucking Samoan drop on the outside looked bad too, bro. On Raquel. Yeah. People are worried because Jade can't work, but Nia Jax is on the fucking main roster, so... I, Jade's not like that bad. Like, it's like, fuck, man. Uh, nah. Like, Jade might wind up, like, giving somebody, like, a sore back or, like, you know, like... She, she might wind up stiffing somebody a little bit, but, like, she's not going to land 300 pounds on somebody's chest because she doesn't have 300 pounds to put on somebody's chest. Holy Can fuck. I... <laughs> Can I ask you something, Chris, before we actually take it home? Yeah. I thought, I was hearing a lot of reports that Nia Jax lost a lot of weight, bro. That's what I'd heard too. I don't, but not the... what I saw. She looks like she's gained a bit of weight, in my opinion, but I don't know. I, I mean, she, yeah. Nope, I don't see it. Or maybe it's just the camera puts on 15 pounds or 50 You're pounds. You're being too nice, Chris. Please. 150 pounds or whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. Cause... Oh, boy. Nah, fuck you, bitch, for taking liberties. I'm talking to you, Naya. And I've spoken to her. She's Naya, not like Naya? most Naya? girls. She's like two of most girls. <laughs> maybe fucking five. Now, picture like easily five size six to eight cheeks, bro. Yeah, Blech. yeah. You're not like most girls, all right. I don't know how guys are obsessed with that fucking lad. I, I mean, like, seriously, like she's I said, a lad. Man, I, 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 I like curvy chicks. Okay, not I like do. Like, curvy. I, I prefer curvy women. I don't, I don't like skinny. I don't like skinny. Like, bro, skinny is not. You're talking about ten to twelve, bro. Maybe right. Man, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like. Generally, when I see somebody and they say that she's that, that that this person is a plus sized model, I'm like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that girl. That's that, that's a yeah. beautiful woman. That is but, a beautiful she, curvy woman. Like she's a Nia Jax is be real. fat. Nia Jax fat. is fat, dude. Yeah, and you can see like her rolls like like coming off, yeah. coming like rolling together and stuff. And it's just like. <laughs> We're being assholes now. Sounds like we're being assholes, but I'm sorry. She's fucking fat. Hey, man, we're not the skinniest fucks either, but fucking none of us are like that. That's and cool. I like thick women too. I mean, shit. I'm not into little skinny fucking rats, pretty much, where you're yeah. going to fuck your whole like hip area and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like when <laughs> like... I'm... When when we're when we're doing it, I don't want to feel like it's fucking bone <laughs> oh. on bone. It's not no, fun. That's like, not that's... a good feeling, bro. No. Cause you no. get this pain like around your pubic yeah, area. Yeah, I've been you know there. I mean, I've been there. Yeah, it ain't yeah. fun. I don't. I don't like that <laughs> shit. I like. I, like... I, I feel it now just talking about it. It's you know just, what I mean? Yeah. Like the hourglass thing is a thing for a reason, right? It's that's that's beautiful, <sighs> right? Oh, but absolutely. Nia Jax is not that. Nia Jax is just... no. Nah. They need that much fucking protection just quietly, if you know what I mean. Like they need that much, but. Yeah. Uh, the a little is... cushion for the pushing. I don't. I don't want to just push in cushion. I, I want there to be a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, come uh, on now. Yeah, the pelvic bone. Ugh, fuck that shit. Anyway, that hurts, man. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I feel funny after that. She's round now. She looks like a fucking tombola, bro. You know the marbles, tombola marbles. Man, you know what I'm talking her about? and Dewdrop should be a tag uh, team. That would just be. Uh, 
What would they you could call be a Haas tag team and they would never oh lose. Oh my god. They the natural disasters 2.0, bro. Fucking A. Tugboat and earthquake. I'm telling you, bro. It's not yep. about do and drop. I mean, shit. They're pretty much like the natural disasters 2.0. I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, she's not like most girls. But she used to be like most girls. You know how skinny she used to be back in the day, dude? No. Dude, if you see her during... When she used to play basketball in college, she had a scholarship in... Ba- I kid you not, for basketball. And you know what's funny? She was born in Australia, mind you, from Sydney, believe it or not. But moved oh, to America. Oh, wrong with her. Okay. Yeah, I know. True. Sydney for kind of... No, shit. I actually asked her because I heard someone say, I'm like, no way. And I asked her and she responded to me. She's like, yeah, I'm born in Sydney, but she was living here for you know first three, four years. And then uh, moved to the States. She's American though, man. There's no sign of her being from Australia. But technically, she's from Australia. Like Kyrie Irving, it's, it's the same thing. Born and raised in Melbourne, moved to the States because his dad used to play basketball here. But anyway, that's for another day. But uh, yeah, man, nah. If she did her Rhea, fucking fire her right now already. Just get rid of her, man. Yeah, Enough. we can. We, we don't need Nijax. We just don't. There's no... There is no redemption in Nia Jax. Like, there's so many redeeming qualities to Jade Cargill. There's none for Nia Jax. No. She doesn't look the part. She doesn't. She hurts people. She's not safe. Her matches aren't good. She can't cut a promo. There's no redeeming qualities to Nia Jax. Just get rid of her. I understand why they got her, though. I totally get it, because they need to feed Rhea she's the Rock's something. cousin. Yeah, but then why did they fire her? You know what I'm saying? Like... They did fire her because she's very unsafe, man. Yeah, because like, she that's keeps legit. fucking injuring people. Right, that, and that's true. But, you know, after two years or whatnot since she's been gone, it feels like... It's like we, no one misses her, bro. And the heat she got was legit, bro. Like, everyone's like, oh, fuck off, get the fuck, get her off, you know what I mean? Yep. And she's sitting there fucking laughing, like, hey, 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 hey. look at me, fuck off, leave us already, please. Anyway, fuck this shit. But Chris, she's the worst. The worst. Let's take it home, bro. Um, and b- before we do take it home, tell them what. Well, what's this? <laughs> Go read it. You say this one. <laughs> baby uh, hippo. M5 God damn. says Naya has the eyes of a sad baby hippo about to be shot. <laughs> Does she look sad though? Uh, oh God. I mean, uh. she looks like she needs to be shot. She's a terrible. baby hippo? I, I, I dare say she is a hippo. <laughs> She's, She's a terrible. dumpty, bro. Just terrible. Terrible. Um, all right, you can find me on Twitter. I'm no, at no, Chris whoa, 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 whoa. Before, before, before you do that, what would you give a grade for this, oh, for this role? Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, D minus. Like, just above an F. I, not a good show. It wasn't that good, was it? Really, it wasn't. No. I would say... Three, it's three fucking hours and there was no good wrestling matches. It's like, get the fuck yeah, out no, of no, here. No, no, you're right. I, I found myself... Well, the main event was pretty decent, actually. I thought them two... It was the match of the night. It really was. It was actually yeah, pretty good. It was good. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. But it was I a ex- woman's match. I didn't so expect they, that to enjoy count. it. Put it that... Yeah, I know. But I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did at the time. But, Just uh, kidding, Liz. Why? What happened there? What just... She doesn't get offended, bro. No, she's I know, cool just, like that. Yeah. She's all right. Otherwise, I wouldn't say half the shit when she's around. Believe me, she's cool like that, man. But I anyway, um, yeah, D sounds about right. Uh, whether it's a D plus or D minus, I, I don't know. But 
Um, yeah. And didn't Impact 1000 already happen, Mike? I thought that was already a thing. Or is it this week? I have no idea, man. But you know what? I do want to watch Impact 1000, Chris, funny enough, for some reason. I'm kind of intrigued by it. Man, I gotta, I gotta say, like, there have been a few times in Impact's history where there's no way you thought that they were gonna make it a thousand. Like, <laughs> there's been at least a few times where you're like, this company is going to fail. They are going to go out of business for sure. There is no way they survive. And then, fuck me if they don't survive. They're like a goddamn George Romero fucking movie. They just never die. Oh, thanks, Liz. Fuck. She gets offended, apparently, but I have a pretty thick skin, so it takes a lot. Well, fuck. Now we're going to have to watch our mouths. No. No. <laughs> no, but if she gets offended... I thought, well, we fuck. Now I feel bad. Anyway, if we offend you, just tell us, man, and we'll take it easy. Oh, it's airing tonight, apparently. I, I won't take it easy, Liz. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I, I like... Like, you're, you're, you're awesome. I love that you're part of the... That you're that you're part of the community and everything, but I'm not. I'm not going to change the way I podcast because uh, anybody. She's gets fucking offended. around. She's fucking around. She goes, y'all haven't offended me. Thank God, man. Fucking hell, she fell for it for a second there. Uh, but apparently, Mike, you would stab someone for her. That's a friend. Yeah, <laughs> that's a friend. You go, Mike. You go. Shouldn't you be like the father figure at this point, Mikey? Just saying. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Retro says, I am offended. You are fickle. We're all fickle. You, get off the liquor, bro. God damn it, Retro. <laughs> all right, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to see everything that I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the fuck else I feel like talking about. Um, you can find me right here on the PwC Network. We just uploaded the, uh, the dy- Dynamite uh, the skirmish. Uh, <laughs> and... Um, yeah, there will there will be more. There will be more uh, from the PwC this week. Also, you can find me on the uh, Humming Media Group and ChannelAttitude.com for Smack Attack, for Rampage Uncaged, and you can also find me where after the collision we sift through the wreckage. The wreckage. And that'll be ten o'clock uh, Central Standard Time Sunday morning. Join us. Join us indeed. And also, did you mention this? Excuse me, I've got the hiccups now. But did you mention the smack attack Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Central? Oh, you did. Okay, I didn't hear yeah. that puff. And reason. Rampage Uncaged. Oh, you did? But but it's unhinged, uncensored, uncaged. I think it's the music distracting me, maybe. Anyway, what basically Chris said is exactly where you will find us in the next few days. As a matter of fact, from tomorrow, don't do that to me. You know, I've got fucking... I get distracted, Chris. Please. <laughs> no Kabbalah dance over here, for fuck's sake. Anyway, uh, how am I going to do my shtick now, fucking, when you're doing that? Uh, you can follow me at DJ Mass Effects, and also you can follow us at the PWC Network on the X. Like and subscribe right here at the PWCnetwork.podme.com for all our shows, as Chris said. <laughs> no voguing, Retro said in the chat. It's too much. That's pretty poofy, Chris. Too much voguing. But also, channelattitude.com with five bucks. You get the best talk in all of wrestling and the bear cats and the crab cats. Remember that. Bear cats, crab cats, row. <laughs> anyway, also, uh, fuck off, media. You're distracting me, damn you. Um, I'm not chewing on gum, just quietly. End the goddamn uh, show, Jimmy.
I mean, mediagroup.poppy.com for all our affiliate shows. And that's a fucking wrap. You've all been great and distracting at the same time. It is what it is. I get distracted easy. So in saying that, I am Jimmy T. That is Nia Jax. Nah, that is Chris Ams. And you've been listening and watching the PwC Monday Night Machismo Thursday edition right here on the PwC Network. And um, do we stay evil or, or not really? I don't know. Ole. Ole. Rao. Big cats. Laters. Peace.
The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.